Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever app you're using. Hello. And of course, twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast and youtube.com slash upnext. Yeah, we're rebels. We don't care. We do both. Yeah. We'll do whatever. whatever. Yeah, we'll MySpace.com slash up next. See right. you there. TikTok. Bebo.com slash up next. Bebo. Wasn't that a thing? Did you have Bebo? I don't know if that is. Is that like LimeWire? Kazaa? No, Bebo was Did like MySpace youngin'? before <laughs> okay. Before MySpace. I know like MSN Messenger. I know Instagram. MSN Messenger was the shit. M- uh, Instagram has those new little thoughts. Not like the thoughts you might be thinking. Like thought like thought you can like write like a little message. A thought. So, like, people are writing, like, what songs they're listening to. Okay. Like they used to in MSN days. Writing, I, I fancy such and such, but backwards. That's, like, cryptic. It's not the same, though. It's not like you can go offline and yeah. online, offline, just to get their attention. Yeah. Right. Hey, Brayden, is such and such online? Did they block me? Yes, yeah. David, they did. They did. They blocked <laughs> you. Leave, well, leave the poor girl alone. We hope you didn't block us. Welcome to Up Next. We are Braden and Davey. We are your NXT friends. Friends! It's Tuesday night, so we watched some NXT 2.0, and we're oh, going to talk... Oh, boy, yes, we did. ...all about it, Battle Royals, and, and so much more. Uh, it's uh, almost a special time of the month. Mm. It's Shark Week. It is. It's almost Shark Week. Almost. It's Shark Week starts this week, at the end of this week. With right? the Master of Ceremonies of Shark Week... Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. What? Can't wait. And I actually saw um, uh, The Rock actually said um, a cool shark fact uh, the other day. Did you hear about this? What was the shark fact? Apparently, according to to Dwayne, future president of the United States, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. Sharks don't have any bones. Get the... No way. No bones at all in their whole body. No way. Mm. 
They have rocks, though. They like have the rocks. Rock. They've got the rocks. Does the rock have bones? <laughs> I think the rock is just pure muscle, isn't it? Okay. That, the rock doesn't look like a man with bones. So look, we've been doing that damn joke for a long time. <laughs> if you listen to the Sharknado review that comes out this weekend to kick off Shark Week, you're going to hear the truth behind sharks really? and bones. Is this true? We recorded it today, okay. so you already know. But you're playing real, <laughs> real, real sly. But we get down to it, guys. In our review of Sharknado, we're going to celebrate Shark Week by doing a shark movie review. And yes, the cult classic, if you want to call it that, from 2013. The one that set off many sequels and so much more. We talk all about it, some crazy shark facts. We get to the bottom of sharks having bones. Don't look it up. Just wait till you listen to the review. We'll explain it to you like scientists. Uh, we get into all sorts of things in this movie. Chainsaws, flying sharks, a tornado. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's on Prime. Tar Reed. <laughs> yep, Tar, tar Reed. Uh, there's a lot of things yeah. in, these, in this movie. And we chat all about it to kick off Shark Week. So sharks in a tornado. Can't wait. Can't wait for you guys to listen to this review coming out this week. And if you like freebies, last week, last year we did best match ever shark cage match, mm. chatting all about different shark cages in matches and history of pro wrestling. Well, I'm going to put it out for free uh, also on Monday. So kicking off Shark Week even more for you freebies out there. Uh, If you like Best Match Ever after listening to that, come check us out because we have so many in the back catalog on our Patreon. But we're celebrating Shark Week. Yeah, we've got like the whole Austin versus Rock feud back there ages ago. Kawada Misawa, Kabashi Misawa, uh, Best Match Ever Hell in a Cell, Best uh, TLC. TLC we've done. SmackDown 6. Yep, SummerSlam main events we've talked about. Uh, with SummerSlam coming up just That's around right. the corner. That's right. SummerSlam coming up. We've, we've done a best match ever. Bret Hart. We've done Sean. Razor. The first half of his run. We just did X-Pac. We did X-Pac. That was yeah. a total. So we did so many of those podcasts out there on the Patreon. And uh, as well as the retro NXT reviews. And sometimes we do retro pay-per-view reviews. You said it's SummerSlam time. The biggest party of the summer. Well, we're doing SummerSlam 2002. For- Headlined by Brock Lesnar versus... Part of the Anoa'i family. That's right. Except this was the first and only time ever. Unlike this time. Brock versus the master of ceremonies of Shark Week. I did notice the wording on today's like commercial for that match because they're billing it as uh, uh, last match, last time, last man standing at SummerSlam. Right. And the way it's worded with it being WWE, it's like, no, it's just the last time they're going to have a last man standing match at SummerSlam. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. what it means. They're going to definitely fight again yeah. and again. Mania again. next year. Rumble. And again. I hated their Mania match yeah, this year, too. so I have no interest really. Uh, I might have it on, but I mm. uh, can't really say I'm too excited. But we will be looking at SummerSlam 2002. We're recording that tomorrow, so we will be putting out that this week on the Patreon, chatting about Kurt Angle, Rey Mysterio, yeah. Edge versus Eddie Guerrero, Jericho. Shawn Michaels, Triple H. Yeah, two out of three falls, yeah. right? Or no, 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 sorry, no, no. Street it's, the, it's Shawn's first match back. Unsanctioned. Unsanctioned right. match. Yeah, and some then, bangers. Yeah, Rock versus Brock. Some bangers on that pay-per-view. Mm. So we'll chat all about that this week as well. Go check us out, patreon.com slash next. It's only five bucks. You get so many podcasts at your disposal. At your disposal? Yeah, disposal. So many movie reviews, wrestling, all that stuff. Go check us out because it's what we do to keep the lights on here. Give us a shot. And also yeah. give John Ceno a shot in the dark on Wednesday. On this very free feed, uh, Ceno will lead you through 
uh, everything uh, you might have missed in the last week in the world of wrestling from NXT UK yeah. to AEW Dark and Elevation uh, to all the other stuff going on in the world. And uh, John Cena uh, filled in for John Pollock this Monday on Rewinder Raw. Look at this way. guy. He's like Braun so he's Strowman. everywhere. Yeah. He, he comes to NXT for a little bit and instead the guys who've been here forever, he just gets, to put, gets put on the main roster. He's like Braun Strowman. Damn. I thought you liked him. He, he's the heel in our upcoming, uh, <laughs> up next summer mania. He's the heel? He's supposed to be the heel. Frank is the unstoppable beast. Oh, he's the baby face. That's right. Next weekend, Sunday the 31st of July, as the precursor to Ric Flair's last match ever. Asterix. <laughs> for the last match for ever. For the last time ever at a SummerSlam weekend in 2002 <laughs> in Nashville. Um, with Jarrett. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have John Ceno taking on Fire Frank for the BDE Championship at Up Next Summer Mania. Uh, we just posted the graphic this week. Looks, yeah. looks very sexy. And uh, some more matches will be on that as well. But 4 p.m. July 31st, live on YouTube and Twitch. Okay, so Frank and Ceno, they're in the main event of this card we have put together. And they're actually like if not best friends, like very close friends in real life. So now Frank has been on this crazy run, uh, not defending the title as much as he no, should. he's held but, it hostage a little bit. He's yeah. a true Brock Lesnar. Yeah, he's been on a reign, just this reign. So I, I'm in, in, interested to see because both of them are really good. I think it should be some sort of two out of three falls That's trivia. That's the way we do it here. Yeah, but we need to talk about a match we need to be involved in and worry about and that's a tag team match i'm laying out i've been calling my shots but this time i'm calling it out you see i'm only i'm not really good at the trivia unless it's wwe 2005 or i don't i don't i think that's it oh wait no i'm really good at the final beat one final beat the one where we played the wrestling theme song and you got to guess it and mm -hmm. all that stuff. So I'm laying it all on the line right now. I want that match. And I think me and you could be tag champions if we work together. You realize the problem is with that, I make the games. Right. So do you know how someone else who's going to make this? This is game? true. So what am I supposed to play by myself without you? <laughs> how can we do this without you then? We also need to make sure that uh, our, our champions are defended. Who are the champs again? It's Eric and Nate. Fuck them. Calling you out. If you can't make it, yeah. give us the titles. All right. Yeah. We're not even going to have a match. We'll just have a celebration. Just take it. We're, we'll... we're the bookers. We can do whatever <laughs> we want. Just, yeah. Eric, they're ours now. Look, Fuck you. I'll tell you right now. Look, look. If, if one of them can't make it, make it a singles match. Give, put me in, coach. <laughs> I'm ready to play. Dress me, coach. I want to play. That was like WrestleMania in the empty arena, wasn't it? They had a triple threat singles match for the tag right. team champions. So if one of those cowards don't show up, I'm facing them one-on-one, -on -one and that means you can be a proper, fair referee Damn. in the game. Uh, yeah, but that all kicks off. We're going to have a lot of fun on YouTube and Twitch, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, Sunday, July 31st. And then at 6, when the whole Ric Flair's last match thing happens, all patrons are invited to our annual tailgate. Well, another tailgate. We'll hang out. We'll all watch the show and chat. But that's for patrons only. Invite only. It's like a club mm. hangout. Exclusive. Absolutely. These are always really good fun. These get uh, wild. Last year, we did it and watched SummerSlam. And I don't think we ever did a watch along again after that. We got absolutely defeated. 
yeah. by SummerSlam last year. You've had so we decided to do it during Rick's match instead. Yeah, so we'll we'll watch that and have a few white claws handy. So bring your white claws, bring smoke them if you got them, all that stuff. But the thirty first is going to be fun. So two hours of or hour and a half or so of up next Mania Summer prepping for the tailgate as well. So patrons look for that invite. Ginger Ninja Dan is suggesting that each team picks the other's songs. Or uh, you have to sing it. <laughs> <laughs> Best, like you got to sing it and they have to understand sing the Sing the theme to, the, to your partner and they've got to get it. To your own partner? Yeah. Oh, me and you would be pretty good then. Yeah. We would win for sure. Mm. We do that all the time. We'll, um, we'll think up. We'll think up something, something good. That coward TN8 ain't even going to show up. Yeah, I don't. Or Eric Marcotte might not even show up. So therefore, just give us the title. You're kidding. Eric will be there. Eric's always there. <laughs> He's there right now in the room. Shout he out, He says Eric. we accept. Figure it out. Damn. Awesome. Okay, you heard it here first. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. And we, we haven't done one in a long time, so we're super looking forward to... Yeah, to unfortunately, uh, just the way things were with Mania this year, a lot kind of went down. We weren't able to provide Up Next Mania, but... What's better than Up Next Mania? Up Next Summer Mania! That's right. Because summer's better than, than April. I'm expecting it? everyone involved in the, the games or the tailgate to dress like a SummerSlam. Oh, like a SummerSlam. Dress in your Hawaiian shirts, your yeah. whatever, anything summery. I want it. Sun's out, guns out. I don't think out. I own any summery shirts. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't worn the watermelon jellyfish combo out in a while. Is that tonight? It could, it could be. could be. Yeah, shout out yeah. Watermelon Jellyfish. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we're super excited for a lot of the stuff going on, and uh, hopefully uh, we can hang out and chat with you guys mm-hmm. on that Sunday for that show. And, I mean, what's going on with Ric Flair? He's got this match. He's actually He's bloodied doing... up in a car park. That was just him putting on his boots, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there was more? Oh, yeah. What, he, what happened? Jeff Jarrett beat him up. Well, Karen watched. She got right in got there. Got bloodied. You knew as soon as the, there, there was a video... Like to promote, I was like, he's blading. He's blading. <laughs> there wasn't even a physical even contact yet. yet. There wasn't even physical contact yet. I'm like, he's blading in yeah. this video. And he did. Uh, that wasn't the video or the photo of him lacing up his boots, but he looked like he wanted to blade doing that too. Yeah. So, yikes. So, Andrade, who may or may not be injured, teaming with Ric Flair, who also may or may not be injured, mm. let alone a lot of other reasons. Or just a lie. Yeah, like just Rick. barely like, a lot. No. Uh, so then, Jay Lethal and. Jeff Jarrett. Jeff fucking Jarrett. Who's, uh, who's like bingo card was that on for, the, for 2022? What's going on? Like, I feel like Triple H is just, just shaking his head constantly for the past while. Like, Jeff Jarrett's just swooped in, yeah. stolen everything from him. And Jeff Jarrett's like, I don't even know who you are. Because <laughs> he's, he's in charge of like live events or something. Exactly. He's like, and he's wrestling in Ric Flair's last match. What the fuck? With AEW talent as well. The it's, real Forbidden Door yeah, crossover. Jeff Jarrett. I mean, I was going to say who'd have thought, but obviously. Yeah. Obviously it would be Jeff. Who else would it be? Yeah. Uh, not really interested in this match, but we're going to... By, the, main yeah, event, by the time the main event rolls around... Some man. of the rest of the card actually looks kind of interesting. It does. Yeah. Yeah, it does. They're putting it on a show. Uh, does Jeff Jarrett stare Ric Flair in the eyes? As he says, I'm sorry, I love you. As he whacks him with the guitar. guitar. <laughs> if they don't do that, they're yeah, doing it wrong. They've got to. Yeah. I'm intrigued. I am Yo, intrigued. We'll see. And then there's Andrade. 
Um, what else have you been keeping up to date? Have you managed to catch any of the G1 yet? No, I haven't. No, I actually, I went uh, away this week for to like a cottage. So I was totally like, I was roughing it. Like, not mm. like the AEW tag team, but I was... I was out there doing the cottage life, so I didn't really want... I wanted to, and then I, I asked our, our friend group, and they were like, yeah, you can... You off. haven't missed much yet. Like, yeah. there have been some matches that I've been like, uh, okay, that was yeah. cool, but there's nothing I'd, like, say to go out of your way or to see. The end of the Juice Shingo match was very odd. What happened? Um, I don't suggest watching it, okay. really. But um, it looked like there was, like, some kind of, like scuffle and then red shoes kind of just turned away and like looked in the corner for a while it looked like it was meant to be like you know a little bit of commotion red shoes turns around low blow and then juice like hits the pop friction and gets the win thing is red shoes just turned around stared at the turnbuckle for like 10 seconds and then juice just gets up doesn't do anything nefarious hits pop friction wins and then just lies in the ring giving a speech at the end. So I think he's, it's his first match since appendicitis. I think he got, like, gassed at the end. But I'm pretty sure he was meant to, you know, punch him in the dick or something. Right, because Red Shoes... Shingo. Yeah. And you'd look at him, I'm like, what's Red Shoes doing? And he's literally, it's like Blair Witch Project, just stood in the corner, oh my God. not looking at the action at all, being distracted by this silent crowd who are clapping. Damn. I still love him, though. Red Shoes, yeah. yeah his I'm- son's good. Yeah, he is. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I, I will, I will definitely cherry pick this year. My interest in New Japan has definitely dropped, yeah. just because of how, not because of like, I, I blame them to be honest. They've been putting their, their chips in all the wrong things. I think just as a fan in the past few years, mm. like they have all the key players and oppor- things that they could do. It sucks. It sucks dead in the water when there's no hot crowd. But now mm. the crowds are back, right? No, nope. sort of. Still not back. No, it's clap. So like that to do to do cheering, you need like half the capacity. Look, so it's like, do we have a full attendance who clap, or do we have half attendance who can cheer? If you are wearing a mask, why can't you talk? Why can't you speak? You're wearing a mask. I don't know. Yeah, man. it's it's just really odd. That I, that hurts them. But just the way they've been booking things is just odd. Like you have Shingo; he mm-hmm. should be the guy right now. It, you 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 hot shotted Okada and then took it and went back to Jay White again. Like the interest there is just not, I'm sure people like it, but it definitely, I, even me, I know a while ago I was like, okay, I'm still going to check out some of the big, big matches. I've totally just not interested. No, I'm, I was the same last year. I'm, I'm trying this year. Yeah. I want to get into it, but so far it's, it's like, yeah, there's some good wrestling. And Forbidden Door should have but, made us be more invested in mm. it. And I feel like it hasn't is. It's just it's just a little odd, but I'm sure there still will be awesome matches. And, and fast forward a month. Forbidden Door is just bad timing. Really, with yeah. everything, with, with the G1 just around the corner, like how much do you want to sacrifice people going into the G1? Yeah. And similarly, you had Blood and Guts the week after, which was very much being built up. I think maybe just timing was off. Yeah, well. it was just weird. I'm sure in a month's time you'll hear us talking about like, okay, this match was amazing. There's oh gonna my be. God. There's yeah. going to be some, some stuff they've stuff. got scheduled. Yeah, it looks great. Super excited to see some of those matches. But yeah, definitely cherry picking. How was your trip? It was good, yeah. I just went to uh, uh, a buddy's cottage up a little north, about uh, Lake Erie. So I got a little Erie. Uh, I had some beach fires and went on some bike rides and little boating rides and just just was chilling. White claws and some Canadian Kush. I was having a good time. It was nice to just kind of disconnect a little bit, mm. you know, kind of roughing it. Like I said, even though I'm in a cottage, it's not really yeah. roughing it. But like, I, I like. Uh, 
last year I did that camping trip and it's coming up this week and I'm not doing it. So I did this like cottage like instead. So I uh, had a great time. I was good. Nice. I, I like grilling on fire. Yeah. Anything. Marshmallows, hot dogs, steak. Yeah. Just gr- like, you know, we cook and stuff, but I just love fire and out of fire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was good. Uh, I got, I had some fun. And then, um, then I met up with a buddy on my way home, Do- my friend Donovan in uh, Kitchener. And I've never really been around there, but there's a really nice sushi spot there. So he went there and I was like, better than any spot I've had in Toronto. Mm. I was like, okay, this is pretty good. So I'm never, I, I had all you can eat and then you just die for the next like 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Sushi coma. Yeah, I had sneaky D's yesterday and I've been just like been... not eating all day <laughs> yeah. until like just recently. Yeah. It's, it's big. Eat too much and then you yeah. regret it, but at the same time, nah. It's good though. Yeah. It's worth it. It's really worth it. Uh, yeah, so I, uh, I was doing that. I was escaping uh, the world and just camp, uh, not camping, but you know, nice. swimming and stuff like that. So good, good times. Stuff. Yeah, what about you? Uh, yeah, just working. I, I did go to see Thor. Oh, nice. Thor, uh, what about the goats? The goats were great. Uh, I I loved the guitar solo from November Rain. So like that was pretty cool. But obviously, yeah. it's just Guns and Roses. The, the whole, whole movie is film, a music video. I'm, yeah. I'm not mad about it. Yeah. Like uh, yeah, I thought it was fun. Um, maybe a bit too ha ha at times. Like I didn't feel every joke landed. Maybe like Ragnarok did. Right. But I actually got into it more when it was like focusing on more of the serious stuff and like Jane and Thor and that kind of thing. I I quite enjoyed. Yeah, I I kind of kind of cherry pick my my superhero stuff. I'm not caught up on a lot of the Disney shows mm. and stuff, but I've watched Spider Man, Doctor Strange, and then Thor. So I'm kind of you do I'm the watching movies. Them. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing do the right movies. the yeah. right movies and stuff. But I, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. Um, and it kind of <laughs> leads into what they're going to do more of these movies. Like, is it done? Is Thor over? No, like, no. They say Thor will return. It's true. It does at the end. Thor's got a lot of legs. And I mean, I I feel like we shouldn't give away the. The mid credit scene, but I told you, like, go watch. He's here, he's there, he's every fucking where. Hercules. Yeah. Oh, shit, I just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you still don't understand what I said. Yeah. Maybe not, though. You still might not understand what I said. Uh, I thought that was great. And that makes me want to, like, see where that can... That Kaylee! Can... <laughs> yeah. Apparently, the, at the end... Uh, Fuck it. Never mind. I don't want to spoil the whole fucking movie for someone. Go see the movie and we'll talk about it again yeah. later on. Maybe we'll one day get there. But uh, yeah, I thought it was good. I want to see... I still haven't seen Top Gun and I'm like, I might as well just wait till it's at home. But like... No, seeing it, I've not seen it, but it's still out. Yeah. I, I'm going to try this weekend. Yeah, I kind of want to see it. I'm trying to think of something else. We, what else? What have I watched lately? Well, we watched Old Boy. We did. 2003 movie uh, with John Cena. That's another show you can go check out on our Patreon. That was a... T- whole whack of fun uh yeah i haven't watched too much uh I've just watched stuff for the podcast since mm. being back but i can't think of something that's coming out that i'm like waiting for they're about to drop the halloween ends trailer and i have zero okay. hope for it i'm still gonna oh, give we'll them my it. money yeah they're getting my money but like i'm definitely kills kind of sucked yeah it did but ends who knows yeah these yeah. ends uh well Next week, I'm not going to be here because it's my birthday and I'm basically, I'm not watching NXT 2.0 on my birthday. So I decided not doing that. But we have uh, uh, a birthday show coming up. What? Where do we Wait, do? are we not doing it in the day? We're doing so the show. So that's what we agreed, don't we? Oh, we're still doing a show during, in, during the day. On Wednesday. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not at night, though. No. Yeah, okay. okay. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 
I just don't want to We need to talk about this up there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next, year, next week's my birthday, so we're going to do a special Up Yours where I get to pick a movie, and it's Goodfellas yes. as well on the Patreon. But uh, we won't be going live Tuesday night is, I guess, what I was trying to say. So, yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to not. Right. Get a Tuesday <laughs> off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually away the following Tuesday. Okay. T- <laughs> we'll, we'll work it out. Let's talk about this off there. And let's get into some NXT 2.0 from July 19th, 2022, live from the Capitol Wrestling Center. And we open with Cameron Grimes taking on J.D. McDonough. Um, Grimes knocks down McDonough a few times early. J.D. starts kick away at the leg and goes to the Devlin side, which I don't know what the new name for it is yet, but it's the, like, drag into the Saito suplex. Um, McDonough inside. Yeah. Um, But Grimes escapes from it. There's then a big kick to the chest of McDonough. Big boot from Grimes, clocking him right in the face, knocking JD off the apron. Um, and then JD comes back in and does this quite cool, like, leg sweep through the ropes where he traps the legs, tripping them, and then follows up with, like, a, like, Pescado, like, corkscrew senton. Yeah. Uh, which looked really nice. Slingshots into the ring to yeah. spin, yeah. Uh, there's then the high cross from Grimes, and we notice Joe Gacy is on the perch watching on. Uh, during commercial break, McDonough drop kicks the knee of Grimes, just continues to work on that knee, wraps it around the ring post, chop block, and then uh, Grimes comes back with a huge side effect, but is starting to favor the knee. Uh, Grimes then fights back with an enziguri and starts lighting McDonough up with open hand palm strikes to the face, followed by a super kick. McDonough comes back with a headbutt. And then there's a big knee to the jaw from Grimes, which looked so snug. Yeah, this was huge. It looked like it could have been a finish. Yeah, it looked great. Um, But then Grimes gets his leg caught up in the ropes, and McDonough starts to attack it and then hits the Devlin side for the win. Yeah, still no name for that move, but it looks devastating because he Mm. like pulls you and then hits you with it like uh, almost in midair so i thought that move always looked good whenever he did it uh these two meshed really well i almost wish in another universe fast forward like the next evolved Mm. levels of where these guys could be would be like a bigger deal i think yeah but it's still like they had some good chemistry probably the best match on this show uh, i think um but it had it had some good chemistry between the two and my only issue is, like, we knew Grimes is on this, like, losing streak. Yeah. And then you keep cutting to Joe Gacy with his doing his creepy Mr. Burns pose in the perch. It's just like, can we not just do this after the match? Just have the yeah, match? I mean, I will. At least he didn't get involved. You know? Like, I was worried he was going to, yeah. like, actually cause the finish or whatever. But at least he didn't get involved. And I don't want to sound like... Like that guy or like the Kenny Omega, Alan Angels fiasco that everyone seems to get worked up. But I feel like if this is the guy that you're heating for Braun, I feel like he could have done something dastardly. Like as soon as the bell ring hit his move and win or something to even like further that story. As much as I like the match, trust me, I love the match. But I felt like Grimes isn't Alan Angels. Like Grimes is a top guy in NXT. I almost felt like it needed that because then later on it's like you barely – you barely beat this guy, and then later on, he completely. We'll talk about him later in the show, JD McDonough, how he kind of looks even like it kind of ruins the the heat he's got. I think, but hmm. I it makes sense that they had a match. Don't get me wrong. I know I kind of thought the way the match worked worked with his promo later because he's talking about dissecting and stuff, and the right. whole thing with this match was the knee. Right. Okay. Um, I thought it was a good TV match. Uh, I think knowing what these guys are capable of, you know, there's like 
potentially a takeover lev- level so, style yeah. match between these two. Yeah. But for, you know, first match on TV, I, I thought this was pretty good. Um, and some of the strikes from both guys, I thought, looked really, like, snug and nice. Uh, so we got a 20-woman uh, battle royal to main event tonight, oh, where yeah. the winner will be the number one contender for Mandy Rose's NXT Women's Championship. I mean, if you looked earlier when the graphic was first put out, you saw Saray in it. And then if you look at the graphic on right here, no oh, really? Saray in it. Oh. Saray-less. Hmm. Um, well, we hear from a bunch of the, the superstars in the match throughout the night, starting with Nikita Lyons, who says, 19 superstars stand in my way of a championship match. And I don't care who it is. They're all going over the top rope. They bring the fight, and I'm bringing the heat. And after tonight, there's no one tougher than me. And then she super kicks the screen. Rah! She's like the young bucks. Yeah. Uh, we then cut Tiffany Stratton, who says she finds it offensive that she has to compete in this battle royal. And enjoy your pathetic existence under the rock whilst I go and win this battle royal and become your next women's champion. Sincerely yours, Tiffany Stratton. I like how she said, Obvi, I'm winning tonight. <laughs> I always type Obvi in text because I, I don't know even well. know if I can spell obviously, but like, it's just easier to say Obvi. 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 Yeah. Obvi. Uh, she says that if you don't know about her, you're probably living under a rock, which is true. She's the, one of the best things going in yeah. NXT. We then obvi obvi. We then cut to Cora Jade, who comes to the ring all in black, uh, no skateboard, same music. Okay, so this is Cora Jade explaining her actions. Yeah, I was expecting her to come out in a turtleneck, turtleneck, yeah. <laughs> talking about Roxanne's parents or something. But this is her explanation. Yeah, they showed a great edit of her turn with the skateboard. Yeah, brutal. <laughs> so that was that had to be one of the worst. Blubs in recent times. Oh, yeah. The paper skateboard. I've seen there's a new Botchamania out. I haven't watched oh, yeah. It we haven't watched it. After so, the show, yeah. we'll watch it. That's our, usually our routine. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the worst laughable. Yeah, yeah, it just sucks. So here, they edit it from different angles, obviously. It's just making... like cutting like as yeah. soon as she's about to hit it. it yeah. <laughs> they saved it. They Good made job it editing, it. people. Yeah, well done. Uh, she says to the crowd, first thing you need to do is shut the hell up. Last week, I stabbed my best friend in the back, and I should have done it sooner. For the last year, I've been the face of the NXT women's division. I was on all the posters. You appointed me your breakout star. Remember when I jumped off the cage at War Games? And everyone was like, wow, Cora Jade is so young and has a bright future. And then I get Roxanne in the door. And from day one, your attention goes from me to her. We love Roxanne. Roxanne is the next NXT women's champion. After how many failed attempts, I finally found the perfect partner. And at the Great American Bash, I finally became a champion with my best friend. We were on cloud nine. We were going to be champions forever. But not 30 minutes later, Roxanne decides she wants to cash in and beat Mandy for the NXT Women's Championship. And I wanted to make these, referring to the tag titles, the most important championships in NXT. Roxanne used me to get to NXT. Roxanne is a selfish bitch oh. and we then cut to crowd shots where they're looking like the guy when the undertaker lost like can't believe oh she my said. god she called roxanne a selfish bitch and uh she then says uh she was so in her own mind that she didn't see me attack her in the parking lot yes it was me it was me yeah we we know roxanne it's me roxanne 
And she says, I was going to go in there and become the next women's champion. But here comes Roxanne to come in and ruin my moment. It felt so good when I hit her in the back with the title. Your face was like a poor little puppy dog. No, Roxanne. Uh, she was too weak and she's not clear. No, no, Roxanne this week as she's not clear to complete from a broken heart. So she's not here tonight. Yeah. Yeah. But she's saying she's heartbroken. <sighs> no one will stand in her way from winning this battle royal. And as for this, holding up the women's tag title, this means nothing to me. It is now the generation of Jade and I'm wired differently. She throws the title in the trash and walks out. Looked like someone was eating some combos earlier because there's some combos in the trash. Was there? Combos, you know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the cheese and the pretzels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Right next to the women's title. Damn. Right next to the WWE tag women's title. Yeah. Uh, I, I like, is it, is it Wade says he's never seen something? 30 so, years in like, this business. 30 years, 25, three years, something like that. It's like we... This literally just happened in IRL. <laughs> um, do you think these are retired? I guess so. Uh, I I would I would assume that we don't go back to these titles, or do we get some turn? I don't know. I I have no interest in these titles because they've completely treated them. Like they've booked them so badly, and I think what sucks is you then see like the main event where you've got twenty women. Yeah, it's like you've got plenty of women in this company obviously and they had more who they released right but they've got plenty of people where you could have try and make a compelling what? tag division How? but all <sighs> the time this tag championship has been paired with something else it's been paired with you know raquel being the women's champion it's been paired toxic. with toxic attraction being this unit of champions it hasn't ever really felt like and that's why i'd say like i'd rather see a caden and casey sorry katana hold these things because they're they're one of the legit tag teams here, and it's never felt like it's been held by an actual tag team. Yeah, you would hope that they actually don't retire them, and that you do somehow, some way, crown. I could see them being like shady and making it as if, like, wow, we don't have champions in this division. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we gonna do? Like, act like how people have been responding to the yeah. WWE version of these titles. So, like, you could go, you you could just do some sort of mini tournament. I I don't know. Uh, All kind of what I suggested last week is maybe you go back to one set of women's tag titles across the three shows sure like they originally did and originally intended with these things and then if you're doing a women's tournament for the main roster you can then include some of these teams in that as well yeah Uh, but as to her promo i thought it was a solid promo like she's always kind of sounded good obviously she beat up and turned on her own mm. best friend last week. So, of course, she's going to come out w- looking way more gothy, yeah. way more dark everything. I'm not sure about the lipstick because, you know, that was always a thing in mm. NXT if you wear dark lipstick. But she sounded real confident. And I think she, she, I think she knew she needed to after kind of like last week. It was kind of not the most yeah. exciting or bi- like when you talk about turning on your friends. And last week, just like that. the... The like evil smile and everything. It just yeah. felt like very forced. It felt it felt very forced. It felt very cheap. It felt very just cheesy and campy. Yeah. So t- tonight she really needed to kind of do that. I think what helped is it's logical. Like the stuff she's saying. Like it would piss you off. You've just won the tag titles and then your partner's like, yeah, but I'm going to do this next week. Yeah. Like I think there was the, the story actually does make sense, which makes it way easier for Cora to like 
get into it. But I, I thought she sounded good here. The, like I'm saying that I thought last week was cheesy and I, I thought she sounded really great here. But there was still was some stuff, some of it that felt little cheesy to me, especially how she's like, shut the hell up. And then and then anyone who thinks Roxanne's better than me, can you can go, go to hell. It's like, okay, all right. That's like, when you know you're in WWE. Yeah, you know? it's like you can't – everyone just uses the same lines and that's like not – probably not, you know, yeah. nothing against not, – I'm sure she didn't she come up with it. Just die. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm usually Christian just trying to, to hell. you know, yeah. fuck Jungle Boy's mom or <laughs> talk about dead people. But like, yeah, I felt like there could have been – I felt like she did step up though. Uh, but there's still – the story at least will go on. I'm sure the wrestling will be good, which is, is cool. But I feel like now in this character, she didn't have the skateboard. No. She didn't even bring it out. It broke. <laughs> <laughs> so no more skateboard, which is good. Yeah. Don't be this goofy, like, Avril Lavigne CM Punk cosplay. Be your own thing. And, and we've seen that in WWE in wrestling. Like, as soon as you turn heel, that's when you find what really works with you you can find a bit more personality yeah, from it and you you can like sponge that out more and then when you finally turn face again down the line years months whatever like your character is kind of more complete so i think that works way more with her sponge that out more. just like like ring it no, out I, no i like it yeah like she's she, before she was the like little kid who rides a skateboard but doesn't actually ride yeah. a skateboard like it sucked and she i never thought her like uh her character was Really, anything, and she was she was right in the promo when she did the war games. Everyone's like, "Okay, this could be the girl. This could be the woman to to lead this next generation of women things." Like she's got everything. Let's see what they do with it. I think with this, you could go in the right direction. Yeah. Also, did Jade in AEW use the generation of Jade? <laughs> hmm, don't think so. Oh, okay. That sounds familiar. But everyone uses generation of this or this era or this. Yeah. thing it's very still copy paste cut this shit is what she should have said yeah there's only one jade we respect around here you've really changed your tune no i'm, ju- I'm all over the place sorry Corey jade no uh, okay. yeah let's go to zion quinn who uh let's. takes his sunglasses off he's wearing a leather jacket it's very hot at the moment i don't know why he's wearing leather like if jacket. it's really hot in toronto imagine how hot yeah. it is and there were fires back home my mum sent me a video of fire from where we in were. In her house? 40 deg- it was over 40 degrees in London today. Jeez. Like in parts of Europe. Ridiculous. And this guy's wearing no, no, a leather jacket. House, just like around. Just things setting on fire. Fire and Yeah. Well, he takes off his sunglasses and says, Good for Cora. This isn't a we business. This is a me business. Uh, a what business? A me business. Oh, a we business. <laughs> Uh, Mackenzie asks about him in, uh, interfering last week and he goes oh it was great Apollo believes he can close his eyes and see into the future well next week I get what I want but he said well he didn't see that coming did he um, Apollo Cruz versus Zion Quinn one on one in the ring Apollo's impressive he can do good stuff in the gym and he had that incredible moment at Wrestlemania was he taking... Did he, he? He didn't sound like he no, was taking he the piss. He was he, being straight serious. Like he had an incredible moment at WrestleMania, but he couldn't cut it in the big leagues. I guess, did he beat Big E in the Nigerian drum match? Yeah. He did. I mean, I guess that's an incredible that's moment at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> We're talking about it now. <laughs> uh, he says he couldn't cut it in the big leagues. We'll watch it later. He doesn't have the X Factor, and next week we see... The X Factor in NXT. So they clearly listened to our Sean Waltman review. X Factor. Uncle Cracker. Next week, Albert X Park. Don't tease Just me. Just incredible. Like that. Zion Quinn. 
The new X the new Factor. Factor? Wow. That would be crazy. I'm sure Uncle Cracker's I mean, not doing much. I mean, Sean Waltman's on good terms with the company. Yeah. Uh, Albert works there. Yeah. We're on to something. I'm sure we could call up uh, an Olive Garden somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. Could be all right. It would make me more interested in this guy. The X Because I don't like what he's got. He keeps on talking like he... Well, I mean, it's a heel, but... Yeah. I can't, he doesn't win, and he, then he's yeah. just like, it's all about me. He's acting as if he's John Cena or yeah. Roman Reigns, right? So. Which I guess is the gimmick, but I don't know. He's not clicking with me. Yeah, it's not yeah. working too well. But. Sorry, so X-Factor. how did. Yeah, let's just forget him and bring in back the X Factor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. I saw uh, Karrion Cross did some interview. I, I think it was post wrestling that maybe clipped part of it or something, but it was with someone. I'm sorry, I forget who it was, but Cross was like, on the main roster, I was pitching to bring back the corporate ministry. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be great without you. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel about your new well, he, He's just going, like, Undertaker's already retired at this point. Yeah. He's just going, wouldn't it be cool if I was the Undertaker? The corporate ministry. In the Bring corpor- it back. The corporate ministry version. Not even the ministry. The corporate ministry was the one he wanted. That's the best version. What do you mean? <laughs> Corporate Ministry versus X Factor. Book it. We're playing I did like the, like the the theme for them. It was like No Chance in Hell yeah, with the Undertaker's, Undertaker's theme. theme. Mixed in. Yeah. It's not as good as Uncle Cracker, X Factor, but... The, the, the X Factor Ministry. What would that be? I don't know. I don't know, but does this mean Midian comes back? That's what Dickie's asking. One can chat. hope. <laughs> One can hope. Wow, we're, we're off the rails, but... Naked Midian? We, we've got that TV... PG-14, whatever it is now, right? Yeah, what's the deal with this PG-14? Is that something that's actually happening? Sounds like it's happening on Raw soon. Oh, I thought it was like, nah, it's not actually happening. No, I think it was, they, they, I think, I believe they said the date was too early. They said it was like immediately, but it's going to be in a few weeks. I believe. I might be wrong. Okay. So does that mean NXT? I don't know. There's no post-daily news show anymore. I've got no idea what's going on. What are we supposed to do? Yeah. What, like, read other things read the websites read read, read. no We're talking about read we'll stick to seeing quotes on twitter and forming full opinions on the whole thing i'll just the only <laughs> reports i read are john cena's reports at postwrestling.com and andrew thompson's you know what i read all of them at postwrestling.com yeah, and you should too <laughs> um does that mean nxt turns tv 14 uh i, I mean that's usa isn't it I so don't see why not. So we're what are we? What are we? Gonna, what's going to happen? Like Toxic Attraction's pushing it already. I don't know. Yeah. Like, what are we? What's going to happen? I don't know more blood and blood violence, violence, and no talks about politics and religion because it's wow. a safe space. Wow. I know. I'm definitely on the like not too into WWE as of late, but I thought that was garbage, Gross, man. Yeah. yeah, that was disgusting, dude. That was bad. Like, I know there's the defenders out there. What? He's just saying, like, no, you know why he was out there. You know why he was saying that. Get one on. Come on. Read between the lines. Come on. Let's wheel out the nicest guy in the world to to do it, in this company, to do it. Here I am still watching WWE products. But, yes, just uh, not not a fan of that at all. Definitely just weird. I mean, if NXT 2.0 turns to 14... TV like Cora Jade's promo could have been so different. Go to hell! Like that sounds so sh- like you know you could have made it sp- spice it up. She's a selfish bitch. 
what, what else? What she said. Yeah. What, what like if it was now PG fourteen? Well, you know, what would she? What, have, what insults? What would she have said to Roxanne? Like she would have stepped it up a bit, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you gotta spice things up. I think that's what. Like I think that's why. Obviously, I got into wrestling when I'm young, and I grew up and continued watching it. And now I'm super into other stuff because they like cater to me, right? Mm. Like I feel like an AEW caters to the older audience, so that's why I enjoy it way more. Maybe doing that in WWE would make me. For me, though, it's still gonna be good writing. Something doesn't become good yeah. because you just say shit for or sure, bitch. You know, it's they already like, say that. It's yeah, and like you can have, you can have good storytelling. Like think the think the good stuff we've seen, like the. Like especially the beginning of the Champa Gargano story, were we into that because Champa was calling him a little dickhead or something? No, right. like it was still within the confines of that PG thing, but it was just good logical storytelling with strong performances. For sure, I think that maybe opening, but what, yeah, but I think maybe opening that allows maybe different people to write different things. Like you got to move away from this cookie cutter shit. It's been mm. like that for far too long in that company and still is still on this show. It's still, is. I don't see this the being cut, the they could have moved away from cut, yeah. cookie cutter within these confines. Right. Like just, it's just going to be like, we can say shit and bitch now. Yeah. I that kind of, that's not, which it's, that's how it's going to be. Right. I think, but maybe I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Cause I, you know, we watch, Watch NXT tonight on USA Network. Don't ask, but we were. And all I keep seeing is, hey, up next is Love Island, where these men and women are going to put their tongues down each other's throats yeah. all for an hour. So, like, all right. Like, well, NXT is horny for a bit. NXT is still horny. We Don't just didn't even... have Sanger this week. Because <laughs> he was out being... <laughs> yeah. He was like, hey, Trick Mellow, that penthouse, you using it this Tuesday? <laughs> kidding, he's on I the... don't have a match. <laughs> Or he's on Tony's boat. Although Ulyssa and Valentino are on the show tonight. Nice. Mm. Nice. Yeah. PG-14 NXT 2.0. What would happen? We wouldn't be getting some of these ridiculous gimmicks anymore. We'd be getting more like the... I also stripped to pay my the bills. The Valvinus era. <laughs> yeah. Like you're going to get stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Bring that back. There you go. And X Factor. And X Factor. Yeah. All comes back around. We go to Indy Hartwell, who says, going solo has been a bumpy ride, and you can't trust anyone in this division. It's every woman for herself. Only one woman will get the opportunity, and that woman is me. I feel Indy's just, like, Lost. massively regressed. Yeah. She's just got no personality. Everything. Or anything. Yeah, I, I don't like, know. What, what is this character? Who is she? Who is Indy Hartwell? She's been there for... A couple of years now and since moving away from the way like i don't know who this person is she lost dex she lost the way she lost everything yeah they definitely it's the bare bones of indy hartwell mm. and we know she's got talent we've seen it for years before wwe but now she's just yeah just chilling it's just a very boring bland yeah. baby face promo i don't know do you see her getting a makeover change gimmick change or do you see her leaving wwe i i kind of worry for her a little although we haven't seen like cuts recently have we no like they did get rid of a lot of people but i do kind of worry about her a little because she she is one of those remnants from the old brand it feels and she's not doing anything here uh i'd almost at this point welcome her you know she loves maths or something we'll get there you Don't know, give her something yeah yeah 
we go to Roderick Strong versus Damon Kemp. Diamond Mine versus Diamond Mine. Yeah, more Diamond Mine versus each other. So Roddy was mad at the match last week. Kemp lost it for him. So he wants to face him one-on-one. Yeah. We start off with a bunch of grappling. Uh, Kemp cartwheels out of a wrist lock and applies a headlock, which Roddy counters with one of his own. There's a gut buster from Roddy. Then Roddy's like classic stiff chops. Uh, knees to the ribs before delivering a vertical suplex. And then Damon starts to fire back with some clotheslines and then hits a like a rolling clothesline, which I thought looked pretty cool. Followed by a beautiful belly-to-belly suplex. Yeah, Kemp is very impressive. Yeah. He clearly has background in wrestling. 100%. He hits the slingshot spear through the ropes. Both knock each other down with clotheslines. And that's when we see Tony D'Angelo. Hey, Roddy! Hey, Roddy! Is on the Titantron. And he says, these diamonds of yours aren't shining so bright, are they? Hmm. And we see that uh, Tony D'Angelo and... Uh, Stax and Legado have beaten up the Creed brothers and uh, goes back to the match and Damon Kemp goes to to leave to save his boys and Roddy turns him round, hits the flying knee to the face of his own buddy, picks up the win and then Roddy is great here. He's just like knocked out Kemp and pinned him and then he's like, come on, let's go. We've got to save them. Let's go. Come yeah. on, Damon, where are you? Let's go. Uh, but I thought this, I thought this actually achieved quite a few things and was pretty entertaining. Yeah, it had some good wrestling back and forth. It, it, I think it was just more kind of essentially training for yeah. Kemp here to have some more time in the ring. But he looks good. He looks great. He, he looks really smooth. So I'm I'm excited to see where he can end up. But the story is so funny because Roddy has been a complete dickhead since this whole Diamond Mine thing even ever started. I would say, obviously, Undisputed Era, much much bigger act. I think this is the most entertaining Roddy's been individually for me. Yeah, like I, uh, like for me, I've watched him in a lot of stuff before WWE that I've really liked. And I, and I thought he played his part in, in UE very well. Here it's just interesting because they keep stretching this out. I feel like we've been talking about this version of Roddy since this whole thing started. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. It's been months, maybe a year since they've been around kicking now. I can't even remember when these what, guys... Diamond Mine? Yeah. It's been yeah. like him teasing and fucking around with people like this for the whole time. So it's it's quite interesting. I saw there was reports. I think it was Meltzer who was saying Roddy is trying to leave WWE mm-hmm. or ask for his release, and all that is he's trying to to go. I don't know if that if that's true or not, but like here, it's kind of like he's just there to help get these guys over, which he, it's working. I, I think he's being really entertaining doing it. I I like this whole kind of uh, you know like almost gaslighting. He is. Rest of Diamond he is. Mine, you know, like he hit like ga- uh, the story is Kemp is like, like, oh shit, why are you not coming to help the Creed? Yeah. Come on. And then like the promo later as well, but yeah, like I, I think he's been very good and like starting to stand out more on his own. Whereas I, I'm talking about like his NXT run, not pre NXT. Yeah, sure. But what he was a dad for a bit. The dad that didn't do anything. And then undisputed era, obviously the killer like tag matches, especially he was doing when teaming with uh, Kyle. Um, but he was always just the, you know, the jock of the group who would say a couple of lines he and still sound is. dumb. But now he's he's owning it a bit more. He's less of a a side character. I, I, I think he's been really good in this. I, I love Roderick Strong. I think his whole career, he knows kind of the position he's he's been put in. He's been in NXT for quite a long time. I feel like he's the sole survivor of NXT. Yeah. Think about it. All these he other people. He must be the gone. longest one there now. 
Like, when did he come in and went and until now? Because think about it, all these other people have gone. Like, Champa, your Gargano, like they've gone. I'm thinking of anybody who's never left NXT. They've always stayed in NXT. Uh, maybe yeah, he, moved, he was there in 2016. He went to WWE. So it's been quite a while. Like I can't think of anyone who's been there who's still there. Raul Mendoza, maybe. I'm not even sure, man. But he feels like he's been here the longest. Yeah, Raul's a good shot shout, yeah. but yeah, don't know anyone else. And look, Roddy is still like the workhorse. Uh, Workhorse. They were both 2016, so about wow, the really? same time they started. Yeah, I feel like Workhorse Dream Match is Roddy versus Dax. Oh yeah, yeah. Just because yeah. both guys like they're the ones. They'll do it. They'll do it. Yeah, I- I'm interested in this storyline and and seeing where it goes. We've been saying this for time. Like, where will this go? So at least they they got the hook. Mm. They and hook like, us. at least if it is true and he's been asking his release, at least they're not just sitting at him at home and being like, "Now nah, you can't go," but we're not using you. Or they're, like, u- they're using him to, like, he's, I can see his use in NXT, you know, okay. he's getting these guys over and yeah. he is a big story going on. Compare it to Kyle O'Reilly. They're like, Kyle, we know you're leaving. You said you're leaving. So we're going to put you in the woods with Von Wagner. Yeah. And then Von's going to turn on you and beat you. And like, that didn't help Von Wagner because everyone's like, no. no, we don't believe that. So yeah. here it's a bit different. It's like this long, slow burn. And it's burn. working because... We like all of Diamond. Or at least I do. And he's I, made them, I like the Creeds. But I he's like made Kemp them an act. I like yeah. Ivy. He's, he's made them credible, for yeah. sure. He's made Kemp credible, and he's still so new here. So, yeah, Roddy definitely is the is a workhorse. And a, uh, a best match ever, Roddy, down the oh, line would be, would be awesome. But, yeah, I, I'm interested in this story still going forward. We go to Pretty Deadly. Yes, boy. Elton Prince and Kit. Wilson. I was going to say Harrington, not Kit Harrington. Um, Who's yeah, Harrington? John Snow, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, they're in like crazy shirts here. One's in a denim shirt, the other's in like a Canadian pattern, tuxedo like, cowboy kind of shirt. They're they're mocking Briggs and Jensen. Yes, sorry, Bro- Brig- yeah, Briggs and Jensen. Briggs and Jensen. Yeah, uh, they say uh, they're going to have to put aftershave on after they win these titles because they mu- must smell like hot garbage mm. uh, after being with Briggs and Jensen. Uh, yeehaw, roll tide. Just mocking. <laughs> They're just mocking the, yeah. s- the southern swag. Yeah. Uh, and we cut to Briggs Jensen and Fallon Henley. And Fallon's reminding the boys that it's harder to defend the championships than win them. And that they need to keep composure. Uh, and Jensen says, like, no, com- no composure. We're, uh, we're going to go in and have a big old-fashioned country-ass whooping. We're all fired up here. <laughs> yeah. These guys. Again, like, if this were to be PG-14, yeah. you know, what would they say? Like, I need some more, like, stronger country talk. Here. Yeah. Maybe, you know what? Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll stick with the hooting and the hollering. Don't talk about politics and religion <laughs> in NXT. It's a safe space. <laughs> Yeehaw! Roll time. Uh, we go backstage to the Creeds uh, after their attack. And Roddy just says, what the hell is going on? Like, we got jumped. And it's like, well, you've got to be better than that. You can't, you're like, you're the, the champs. You can't be getting jumped by people. You should have beaten them up. And then Damon Kemp runs in and checks on them. Roddy's like, and where the hell were you? <laughs> you've got to be here. When one of us falls, you've got to be here. And he's like, well, I was, I was down in the ring. He's like, yeah, I need you in the face. I know I did. Like, where were you? 
So, well, Tony D started this, and uh, but it's us who will finish it. This is far from over. So they're all mad, but yeah, Roddy playing it like he's so mad. Like, whoa, I got here right away. Where were you? He's yeah. like, uh, you stopped me. Where were you? Why aren't you checking on your friends? He's just shitting and gaslighting on all his friends and, and everyone in this diamond mine. It's got to implode eventually. Like, yeah. come on. Like, is it is it too? So also, I didn't realize they're feuding with Tony D'Angelo's family. Well, that, yeah. Like, I didn't know the beef there, but okay. So... Tony interrupts Roddy and Kemp's match, and now they're all mad at Tony D'Angelo and the family. Mm. Um, there, I feel like they come back later. We've got another bit. Yeah, later, I feel like yeah, they're in this like again. More yeah. of a, a promo okay. later on. Yeah. Uh, we go to the NXT UK Tag Team Championship. Briggs and Jensen defending the titles against Pretty Deadly. Yes, boy. Um, pretty Deadly dressed as like, Woody here, but the, with the cutoff tops like the crop tops they kind of wear uh they got like the cow colors and everything they look like when me and you went out for halloween one time in a couple costume as a cow and a cowboy yeah (laughs) that's a good costume it wasn't good cut it worked it did um jensen is wearing jean shorts this week which i don't blame him it must be hot wrestling in shorts in jeans. In jeans. In In jeans. Yeah. 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 So he's wearing what? Country bumpkins? Dixie Dukes? Yeah. Yeah. I found it weird. The the crowd were chanting USA. And it's, it took me a second because it's for the NXT UK championships. Yeah. So I felt at first like, did they just hate the UK? And then I remembered the UK champs are Americans taking on the Brits for the UK title. I don't know. Weird chant. Just chant Briggs and Jensen. Well, ch- I mean, who who looks more American than Briggs and Jensen? I mean, we had cowboys on the other side of the ring. Yeah, but they're like doing... I love their outfits, yeah. mocking these guys. I thought that was very funny. Pretty deadly are pretty funny. Uh, but you, big USA chance for... If these guys are wearing Dixie Dukes and like Van Halen shirts and shit, like you know they're American. Yeah. But like, yeah, th- this is pretty funny. The two weird characters going against each other. So... Elton John slaps Jensen, who is fired up and delivers clotheslines and chops. There's a big back body drop. Uh, Kit saves um, Elton from a vertical suplex and tabs himself in. And then Jensen tags Briggs, who comes in, taking out everyone with the big double shoulder blocks. Uh, they Then Briggs and Jensen do their slide under the ring and do the double fist. And every time Briggs or Jensen is kind of near the like pretty deadly side of the ring. The illegal man is always like grabbing at them and grabbing their hair. Uh, um, Elton Prince is then sent to the outside and knocks into Fallon Henley, knocking her over and hurting uh, her arm. And this fires up the boys as we go into, into uh, the commercial break here as they're checking on Fallon. Uh, after the break, Jensen comes back with a spinning wheel kick. Uh, pretty deadly are now kind of double teaming him with quick tags, grinding him down. Briggs finally gets tagged in and takes out both are pretty deadly with clotheslines and a sidewalk slam. And then Elton is checking on Kit on the apron and slyly hands him one of the tag titles and then throws the other tag title to Briggs. As the ref takes it off him and gets it out the ring, Wilson goes to use it, uh, but Jensen uh, boots Elton on the face on the outside. Fallon wrestles the, t- wrestles the title off of Wilson allowing Briggs to roll him up and then hits the, like, the high-low clothesline that they do uh, to retain the NXT tag 
UK tag team titles. Roll Tide. Mm. Yeah, I had some good back and forth. It was pretty much what I expected. Like, the the bad guys do their weird heelish stuff. Yep. The good guys have Fallon, and she takes a bump, and then in the end helps them actually not lose by the title shot. So uh, it didn't, like, overstay it well. It's welcome either, but it didn't get to, like, a level that kind of stood out. Like, whoa, that was that was really great, but it didn't, like like, annoy me or anything. Yeah, I, I thought it was actually one of the better matches that, uh, Briggs and Jensen yeah. have had and I actually quite liked the ending because I was expecting these to actually go back on pretty deadly um, this so makes I quite it more, liked yeah this makes it more interesting though yeah, yeah I think so I liked Fallon was like like she's proving herself with this team like she's helping them out and yeah. getting like not letting these heels win by nefarious means I mean if she maybe focused on herself she maybe she wouldn't have injured her arm and maybe, maybe she would have won that battle maybe. royal later so and maybe that's something they need to discuss at the pub <laughs> at the bar that's right um, but yeah I think these ti- titles are gonna be like I see them as a way to like just help these guys keep working and hopefully maybe do another UK stint and just just get more reps really yeah um, especially for for Jensen who's so young and newer to this, yeah, uh, it had some it had some good stuff, and I don't mind uh, Briggs and Jensen. A lot of the wrestling does kind of click, and I, I do think Pretty Deadly are a good act. It would make sense for them to be in the male models at this point, mm. but uh, yeah, yeah, good stuff. I don't know. I, I do think the title should be going back and forth with the UK, that, yeah. even though it is still a show. So go over there, uh, and if you do follow NXT UK again, listen to Shot in the Dark, fifteen minutes or less. Cena will cover you and everything. But Dragonov, what's going on with that? You hear about Dragonoff? No. Yeah, uh, I know oh, that he's vacated it, hasn't he? Yeah, hasn't he? I don't know. You gotta listen to Shot in the Dark. Mm. Yeah, but these titles going back and forth wouldn't be that bad either. Yep. We go to. It's just funny. We've now got two sets of men, male tag team championships in NXT, and we don't have any women's anymore. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> we go to the schism. <laughs> okay, it's what we've been all waiting for. The schism. The reveal. Yeah. Uh, the reveal of the Spooky Joe Gacy says, For the last ten weeks, <laughs> you have sat under my tree, torn away your egos, learned about inclusion and acceptance, and under my guidance, you will be who you have always meant to be. It is now time for you to emerge. But before you do, understand there is no going back. Do you accept your face? And he pulls down the hoods and reveals... James Drake, Zach Gibson, bearded, like as we as we know them, and he baptizes them first with James Drake, and he dips his head in the spooky smoke water, <laughs> Fake juice. And as he pulls him back out, his his beard is shaven, he and his eyes are one's white and one's black, and he baptizes him, Jagger Reed, and then does the same to. Uh, to Zach Gibson, who goes in and comes back out as Lord Voldemort, and looks real scary. Christens him Rip Fowler. That's Two souls. That's not his name. Rip Fowler and Jagger <laughs> Reed. He's <laughs> got the moves like Jagger Reed. <laughs> yeah, Rip Fowler. Um, Rip this fucking whole thing. Rip this tag team. Brit Reds is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Two souls who needed strength and guidance have found redemption. Now we can find joy and finally recognize. Many more will join. 
There's plenty of shade under the schism's tree. To Rip Fowler and Jagger Reed, welcome home. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like you made all that up. (laughs) But unfortunately... Uh, you did not. That that actually aired. Yeah, so Zach Gibson looks like Voldemort or like Kane in like 03, but like smaller. Yeah. Because the eyes are different colors yeah. and stuff. Uh, James Drake looks like some guy who's going to knock on your door and ask you if you've heard about the Church of Latter-day Saints. I don't know what's going on with this team, but I don't see this going very far. But to give credit where it's due, this team were stealing money for food. Yeah. They were bottom. Struggling. Like they were down bad. They were rock bottom. So, I mean, they did need someone to pick them up. So like, I'll give them credit for that, but wow. There's a quite a uh, famous, uh, Liverpool football player. Yeah. Called Robbie Fowler. And that's I definitely, definitely think that's where he got that from. Right. We don't have any Fowlers in wrestling that I can think of. Good. So rip Fowler. And what's the Keep other one's the name? Scouse. Jagger Reed. <laughs> so Rip Fowler and Jagger Reed and Spooky Joe Biden. Uh, <laughs> Spooky Joe Casey. <laughs> but that's better name. Uh, works better. So yeah, we were we were kind of right. The grizzled young vets are now Rip Fowler and Jagger. Now these Reed. two need to go on an absolute tear. Really, sure. If Cameron Grimes is going to consider joining these, these guys have to. Like, defeat Briggs and Jensen next week, defeat the Creeds. Uh, wow. Pick up. You're saying the only Cora way. Cora Jade's guys- titles from the <laughs> trash and have that as well. These guys were champions in NXT UK, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they could become champs again, double yep. champs. But yeah, uh, we followed these guys, Grizzled Young Bets, especially if you watch that UK tournament. They had Zach Gibson. He was pretty great as a solo actor. Mm-hmm. The tag team really worked. I do think it even was getting over. They did use their old catchphrase. In this, like, to be soon to be recognized, but they yeah, changed some okay, of the yes, like truly recognized. Or they 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 said yeah. the same thing they used to always say, so it's still there. But remember when people were like, "Yo, where's your yeah, scarves?" Now we can find joy and are finally recognized. I finally think recognized because they used to be soon to be yeah. recognized, right? So I think it's it's one of those things though where, um, obviously this is early days with this, but Zach Gibson doesn't need a mouthpiece. No, he's a better like, talker. It's one of the best things about Zach Gibson yeah. is, is him talking. Yeah. And to think that he's probably going to, they're probably going to be this silent tag team for a while and Joe Gacy is the mouthpiece. It just seems like misuse. It seems like this was some of the plans they had maybe with uh, Harland Parker there. Yeah. But like now they got, like, like we said, uh, Gibson Fowler is the bald one and he's like more scary. He's got like the eye. Like again, looks like Kane the way Kane yeah. kind of used to look. Very scary. Voldemorty, almost like like an alien or something. Yeah. And then you got James Drake who's clean shaven in like a nice button up white shirt. Like almost like I said, like some like cult leader or mm. something like that. So it's like really strange. Are they going to go back to the woke stuff? Are they going in that direction? Like I don't know. Oh, like, I think they're just spooky. They're just spooky. I, I did like the, the, the baptism coming out with the you were like oh it's not gyv i was like no they've shaved them you're like oh <laughs> i was like who's that what's going on with that Zach guy's gibson face? is the guy who needs a beard <laughs> <laughs> 
James Drake looks Bless. fine. Like, obviously, they've made him look creepy, but I'm sure he looks fine. Zach Gibson, he's like... Am I, like, I, I liked Zach Gibson. I liked check. these guys yeah, before. Me too. I feel like they didn't need to do this with these guys. But, hey, it's the first time around. But first, first impressions are a thing. And this was a laughable first impression. Just being like, it's another, like... 2.0 does it again like jeez yeah. but hey hey this means they're getting paid to wrestle on TV more I, than I do wonder cuz like as a kid I like loved the spooky shit and I wonder like if a like what does a 12 year old think of this if a 12 year old is even watching this show yeah but like are they like wow that's awesome. They think the... This is so spooky. They think the one guy, Joe Gacy, who, who just wears his button-up black shirt, so mm. he looks like he's serving you at Olive Garden, like I said. But then, now we've got these two guys. It still feels like a thing. And you're thinking Grimes is joining them? Well, that's what they're, that's the next feud, isn't it? They're trying to recruit Grimes because right. he's, he's a loser. Are they going to rename all their names of their moves? What was their ticket to ride? Ticket to Mayhem? Yeah. Shankly Gates? What would it be now? Tr- dyad Lad Gates. Yeah. What do we call them? Dyad Lads? The Schism, the Dyad. Spooky Dyad Lads. He hasn't said Dyad for a few weeks, good. so they might just be the Schism, oh. which I like saying. Say, say it. <laughs> schism. Yeah, it feels good, doesn't it? We go to Bron-, <laughs> Bron Breaker, who's looking for JD McDonough. I mean, Bron, you should have just arrived at the start he of the was, show. He, he was there. had a match. Yeah. You're the champ, and you're arriving late? Come on. Yeah, sloppy. Sloppy. Yeah. We, you knew exactly where JD was. You yeah. opened the show, Bron. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's angry Bron, late and looking for JD. You're, you're absolutely right. I was a little confused at him being like, I'm looking for him. And it's like, we all saw him. He's just in the ring. So maybe if you showed up, yeah. paid some respect to the, to the, other the show yeah. that you're the champion of. Be by example, Bron. Yeah. Come on, Braun. Yeah. Also, every time Braun talks, just close your eyes and imagine Scott Steiner. Oh, always. Yeah. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We see Wesley who says, uh, On this journey to find myself, I keep hitting roadblocks, but now my vision is back to 2020. And Grayson Waller is blaming me for him not being North American Championship. 
I've heard worse from people I respect. And if he's half as good as he says, he wouldn't have been distracted when I took out Williams last week. And he just says, first I'm going to take out Waller, and then I'm going to take out Williams. Wouldn't you be more mad at the guy who put, like, chloroform in your face? Yeah. But, all right. Yeah, Waller was just... Well, Waller just attacked him later, didn't he? But yeah, like... I'd just be like, fuck you guys, I want the North American title. Yeah. You losers. <laughs> he's got to beat both of them first. Yes. Yeah, his own redemption story. So, Bron comes to the ring. He says, Grimes got my respect to Great American Bash, but then I got attacked by JD McDonough, and that won't be the first time I'm attacked, and won't be the last. You wanted my attention, and you got it, and you're going to pay for what you did to me. And we see JD McDonough on the screen with a mannequin. And he says, Bron, how's your shoulder holding up? Uh, And Bron's like, hey, just come in here and fight me. Fight me in the ring right now. It's like, JD says, you're so predictable. I've studied it all. Those guys who were competing against you, um, those guys were competing against you, talking about kind of Ziggler and Grimes and all his (laughs) other opponents. But he says, I'm going to dissect you. Did you know there are eight major muscles in the shoulder? He said he's going to disable him. <laughs> That's later. Oh, God. He says, I'm going to dissect oh, you. Oh, God. Uh, he says, there are eight major muscles in the shoulder, and they're all important and all need to work together. And Grimes hurt you, and he's kind of pointing on the, the mannequin. He kind of hurt you here, but I'm going to disable you. And he marks on the shoulder where it's ripped, and he says, I know you. You'll fight through the pain, but there's only so much pain a human can go through before the brain just shuts off. And then Bron interrupts and says, one day you're going to have to come in the ring and face me. And if you can't find your balls, you can take them from the mannequin. <laughs> JD says that Bron's future changed that great American bash. He is the necessary evil. And until I next see you, protect your shoulder. And Bron says, well, if you rip off my shoulder, I'll beat you over the head with it. I did like that, mine. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't like this. No? Yeah, I thought it was really weird. It kind of took the steam out of... I, I I give them credit for trying to do something a bit more original, I guess, with him like talking about the shoulder. But I didn't find it very interesting. I thought for a second with the mannequin back there, they were going to do some sort of American psycho thing, like how he's he hangs around mannequin. I don't know. I don't know what it was going for. But then when it finally clicked, I went, ah, it's kind of, kind of boring. Like, I'm going to rip your shoulder out. I'm going to injure your shoulder. Okay, I get what they're going for, but... It's like he's a doctor now. Like, okay, I'm going to hurt you here and here. I think he's got his character figured out, and I think he could have come across. He needs to be more the heel that beats you from behind and continues to beat you up from behind and then talk shit. Don't just talk about shoulder muscles and stuff. I think this could work. Um, It's where they go with it. I I haven't seen... Look, if this was like a, a Brian Danielson promo, And then you saw in a match and he's like, right, you, I'm going to take out your knee. And it's like all these submissions working on the knee until he just like snaps this poor job's knee. Then it's like, you, I'm going to work your shoulder. You, we saw it on that build up to hangman almost where he did a different finish every week and was taking out different people. I think it could work. And what the thing is from JD McDonald, like Jordan Devlin's wrestling, I've never really known him to be that kind of wrestler. So he's going to really need to show that. And for me, like chop blocks and wrapping the knee around the ring post isn't really enough to be like this. 
I kind of think it's quite cool being like, like I'm going to snap this like tendon right here. And then, but I think the we need to see him against your Dante Chens and your jobbers the next few weeks and actually do what he's doing. Like, yeah, kind of do the Penta thing, like the arm breaking, like attack everyone's shoulders. Yeah. Until I get Bron. Maybe kind of circling back to what I said earlier. Like, I think that ties into it where I, you, you just had a normal match with Grimes. Yeah. And now you're all of a sudden a physician mm. talking about different muscles and your shoulders. I think if you did that to Grimes, then we'd be fine. Mm. But you didn't even do that. So I know your move hurts the guy's shoulder and neck. So, hey, that yeah. is something to go for. But I think there's I think there's a bit more meat in this guy's like vocabulary, the way he te- – he's a good speaker actually. Mm. So I do think – it just wasn't the direction I thought they were going to go with it. I instantly don't buy him as a viable guy who's taking the title right away. Don't buy yeah. it. Well, so I think maybe over the next few weeks, it depends how, like, what they have him doing. Yeah. This could work. I don't know. I'm, it is different. It's not, it's not one of the kind of really cheesy, ridiculous things for me on yeah. the show. It's something where I'm like, okay, maybe didn't completely hit first week, but this could be something. That works. I'm going to disable you. I also quite... I quite enjoy... Like, Bron has some cheesy lines, but I quite like that he's just the the big jock who's like, I'm not smart, but I'm going to kick your ass. His whole reaction to every time it cut to him when JD's talking about, like, and I'm here, I'm going to hurt you here. And Bron's just like, what the fuck fuck are you talking about? I'm going to kill you. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I think... They're purposely making this guy look like a geek, literally. Like, and here's the tendon that yeah. can. Bron's just like, "Yo, are we fighting? Like, what's going on?" I, I kind of feel that's the direction. But we see Solo Sokoa, uh, who last Friday shows up to SmackDown. What? And he's saying, "Next time I see Von Wagner, I will smack the taste out of his." And Von Wagner beats him, oh. throws him up against production trucks, and then he says, "This is the street champ, huh?" Well, I can put the street champ on his ass. Damn. Okay, so they were fighting all last week through different segments. Yeah. And then somehow they got to SmackDown in Florida. He wanted to see his, his brothers, his, his cousins. And then they continued to fight. Yeah. I was getting excited. I saw this, this report about them filming this at SmackDown. And I was like, whoa, Von Wagner's getting called up? Well, do you, Von Wagner's been on SmackDown. What? He, he was like Adam Pierce's bodyguard for like two weeks. Oh, no way. Just didn't say anything, was just in the room with him. And everyone's like, is that Von Wagner? Nice. Good for Von. And they're, they're trying. They're really trying to get the call up, these guys. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in seeing where this goes, but I think it's good that they tease things like this. Like you could, you could have furthered this. You could stretch this into a, a cross-promotion storyline. You could have had Vic and Joseph be like, hey, uh, what was he doing there? What was he doing? Who? And then, like next week, you go, "Hey, Solo, you were at SmackDown. You said Why you were, were you there? yeah, you yeah. said you were there visiting some people. Like, who are you talking to? What were mm-hmm. you doing?" And he'll be like, "That's eh, my business." And then Vaughn will be like, "Yeah, I followed him." And then I, it's a good way business. to slowly call him up. Yeah, yeah, um, it, would, it wouldn't be bad if, like, if the best cross promotion you're going to do is and Apollo Cruz is doing nothing. Here you go, go to NXT. If you can just do that, why not be a bit more creative and and do stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, I've always, yeah, I've always thought sending like Ray sending Dominic to NXT. Do it. Get some training. Go off to school, kid. It'd be a babyface thing. You know, like it's... Dominic should turn heel, have the thing with Ray. It'll suck because Dominic is not ready, I don't think, every Mm. time I've watched him. I love the whole thing and I think it's amazing and cute dad, son. 
just the wrestling is just not there. And I think if you made that a storyline... He wrestles like a celebrity wrestler. Yeah. Which I think celebrities have got better at the wrestling. Yeah. Like your Logan Pauls, your Pat McAfee's. But that is his level. He doesn't yeah. seem like a wrestler. Yeah. So that would be a cool storyline. Like, you're going to NXT. Ship him off. And literally, we talk, say this is like Degrassi or whatever. Yeah. Have it as that. You go to NXT to learn a new hold, as JR would say. There you go. Yeah, yeah why not? Sure. Uh, we have another Axiom vignette just flicking through the comic book and this superhero we're about to see. When we go backstage, the Diamond Mine, who are interviewed, uh, Julius Creed says he'll put Tony D'Angelo family through concrete. It's on site. On site? On site. Uh, Bruder says Diamond Mine is family. We're family. You take out one of us, you take out all of us. And Roddy says, uh, take off that stupid hat. Uh, we are the most dominant family in NXT. And like Roddy cuts the promo, which like ends the promo. And then Julius kind of... Give me the camera. Give it to me. I'm not finished yet. Rips his shirt off and says, whether you accept this match or not, we will hunt you down and pretty much kill you. So few things i love uh the intensity diamond mine especially julius and brutus mm. like they are coming out on their own i think they could be a unit in wwe without anyone else just yep. the two of them can talk can bring it in this kind of promo good stuff uh roddy stepping in talking about tony's stupid hat very funny and still kind of getting his shots in i i, I might be reaching here but it felt all very eddie kingston thing where you're so mad give me the camera no give me the camera he even lately eddie kingston has been saying on site so it's funny that he also said on site so i was like oh eddie kingston vibes here which hey he's a great person to study and listen to Mm. because he's probably the best so julius sounded fantastic both of them sounded so good and the intensity like they're they're not just these babyface kids who have good wrestling skill now they're actually like evolving character and and julius here especially felt like the leader which I love. Yeah. And I like how Roddy's upset. I like how it adds that little thing. Like Roddy is the leader and closes out the promo. And Julius is like, I got one more thing. And he felt like the leader at the end of it. I got something to say. Like, like I love the tag team, but I think Julius like should be like the guy in this company. Yeah. Honestly, I I think I see so much in this, uh, this guy. I see it in both of them, but I, you're totally right. Like he, he has this like next level intensity. I'm not knocking Brutus. I think them together yeah. could go very, very far. Future WWE tag team champions, 100%. These two. Um, but are we getting a swerve here? Like, is is Roddy next? They're challenging the D'Angelo family to a fight. A few on like the three of them against the three of them. Roddy's gonna be like, surprise, bitch! I'm Italian. <laughs> Enjoying the family? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, why not? Well, meanwhile, Two Dimes is in AEW doing what Roddy wants to do. Did you see that? He showed up on Dark. Roddy doesn't want to do Dark. <laughs> Come on. I think it, Roddy should be like, actually, I'm three parts. My mom's mom's Italian. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> Maybe he's Italian and Mexican. Would fit right in. <laughs> the D'Angelo family. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm interested in this match, but I think... Diamond Mine could be doing like a lot more, but okay, let's let's go for it. I like this promo. I thought I mean you've got Legado in there as well, so it should be they, they've oh fair confirmed the, it's an eight man next. Sorry, week, right? So. Yeah, eight man. So it's Dax D'Angelo Legado, right? Sorry, against right, right, right. Creed's Kemp and Roddy Santos still in the hospital. He's still in the hospital. Santos. 
Oh, talking. I know we're we're like sidetracking all over the place. Yeah. But while we're in the in the conversation of like mobs and families, okay. Uh, a guy I work with um, just got a new apartment. He's a Brit. Yeah. Recently came over. Finally got an apartment to Canada. Uh, in in Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Uh, near us. Okay. Um, gets the keys. He's with the agent. He goes in to his place. Two Mexican dudes are stood in there. And they're like, oh, sorry, I think there's a mix-up, like, we're moving in. Uh, no, Alejandro said no one is to uh, to be staying in here. Uh, they fire the agent, these Mexican guys who have nothing to do, have Alejandro on the phone, and they're trying to, like, extort my, like, colleague for, like, $10,000. What the hell? And stuff like that. He was like, I thought I was going to get kidnapped. Holy like, shit. we just both left. I was like, I don't want the place. I know it. Like, his name is, like, it's his. He's got the place. Holy. But apparently it's like some, like, that building is, like, known for, like, shit. Is it ice? Sorry? Is it ice building? It's, that's one of them. <laughs> but have you heard things? <laughs> yeah. It's, like, known for human trafficking and shit like it's this. It's fucked. Yeah. Our building safe. So I'm like, I'm like, are you okay? Like, do you have somewhere That's to live? He's terrifying. like, I'm, I've got like student accommodation for a bit, yeah. but like, holy, jeez. He was like, I was so glad I was with someone else because if I went on my own, oh, I'd be, I don't know where I'd be right now. Yeah, that's terrifying. And we'd just be at work being like, where the fuck is <laughs> such and such? Where's Steve? Yeah, where's Steve? Meanwhile, Mr. Gun to his head. <laughs> yeah, jeez. terrifying. It can happen anywhere. Yeah, even in Canada, Canadian gangs. They say sorry before you, they do anything to you, but like... It's even worse. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's terrifying. Yeah. Well, also, if you're in the mood for more mafia, mob-related, Goodfellas review out next week. Out next week. <laughs> you know what my friend needed? Axiom, this mathematician superhero. <laughs> uh, great segue, but holy... Okay. Just, I know we do this often, but like, since 2.0 is... Come along. We've had a, some, we've had some wild times here in 2.0, haven't we? We've had some crazy gimmicks. Yeah. Poker players. Mm-hmm. Mobsters. Yeah. Uh, fuck. I don't even uh, know what else. Sleepy girls. Sleepy girl. Uh, we had a, a boa, whatever that was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair enough. But now, a mathematical superhero. Yeah. That's exactly what they called him. The mathematical superhero, Axiom. I think uh, B. Detroit in our group said, what, Captain Algebra? Captain Algebra. Someone tweeted me. Was it Chris Walder tweeted? Uh, was it Sin? Oh, man, I have to look it up now. Uh, Sin Cara meets something. I don't know. Some, th- this, this guy, his gimmick is he is a masked luchador but does quick math. Maths by day. And yeah. and he like see I guess he like sees maths kind of like the matrix. He so can he sees maths. So can see the equation in like the moves you're making. So knows mathematically how to beat you. Mathlete Sinkara. <laughs> Mathlete Sinkara. That's what this guy is. Damn. Okay, so this guy's gimmick is he loves math. Yeah. And algebra and equations, but then also he's a comic book superhero. Mm. So he comes out. And his entrance is him like moving in fast speed. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, actually. it made it, me go. It what does the? like the he does these like runs, these zigzag runs. Yeah, and they've got this effect that like, it's like the blurs flash. him and almost like 
slows it down kind of so yeah it, it looked i thought it looked kind of cool actually it looked cool but the math ma- they're trying to sell me on a mathematical superhero the guy looks like he can't breathe in this mask mm. usually you lose a mask when you come to nxt but this guy maybe the opposite i it does look uncomfortable <laughs> looks but so uncomfortable. i don't hate the look and i actually think a kid looked very generic to me black trunks black boots and this to me is is better because i get with wearing a mask he can always be it's easier to reinvent yourself down the line and i i think they always want a new like masked kind of like star in the company sure and they always just keep going back to ray mysterio um but now they're like i don't think it's a bad idea and i think i think if i'm going to accept a superhero it's going to be a luchador i accept as that you know you kind of you watch Lucha and it's like you're watching superheroes anyway. So the math spit is a bit weird. But I thought the actual presentation, like his entrance, and I thought the look, I thought uh, looked fine. I thought it looked pretty goofy. It looked like uh, like Kickass or superhero movie or something. But like it is the first like mm. time we see him. I do think he needs to readjust that mask right off the bat. I was like, that looks hard to breathe. That looks uncomfortable. It looks like it's, it's a morph tight. suit. Marf. Marf. Yeah. Like Sinkara's that goes completely over. Yeah. The you're not gonna be able to do that for very long, which especially if you're someone like I, I don't know kind of before NXT UK and stuff. I'm not aware of a kid really wearing a yeah. mask before. Maybe sure. I'm wrong, uh, but that can't be easy. If it's something you've always done. Sure. But yeah. if you're like adjusting to wearing that, especially one as like, obstructive as his yeah i don't know man i thought it looked pretty goofy I, like mathematics and a superhero it's just like really that's okay like that's what we're going with i i don't know i'm i'm not behind it no no i i i i watch I, not saying that this should matter not saying this should matter but say you're 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 say you're my roommate but you don't know wrestling mm. and you walk in and you're like what's this guy doing math but now he's a superhero and now he's wrestling with that the maths thing it's only from the vignette and Rick and Wade i think you watch they're, the math they're hitting it over the I, head I think, like math yeah and but the, i think you just watch the match the visuals are like the a, equations any old mass wrestler i guess so i i, feel I don't like think it, his look is outrageous i don't think it's yeah. any different from any luchador we really see i think it's kind of goofy and then to make it even weirder, so Chelsea Green on Twitter is saying that this is actually actually a lot of things Diana Perrazzo pitched to NXT, and then Perrazzo is kind of saying that yeah, like I pitched a lot of uh, stuff with equations and 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 stuff that they never wanted to do that she did eventually do I think in Impact, but I don't really quite see that tie relation because mm. this this is a person who does equations and is also a superhero so it's like no, it's screaming Diana Pratt yeah it doesn't really it doesn't really I don't necessarily see that connection there but I I don't see a connection to me here uh, but I mean hey maybe you know someone likes this out there but I think this is this was a laugh out loud moment for me like really this is something but it's day one so like hey let the wrestling speak which he can wrestle we can see him wrestle yeah, so he's taking on uh, Dante Chen here, and uh, there's lots of kind of wrist locks and cartwheels and kip-ups out. Wrist locks start with eventually a big drop kick from Axiom, followed by a tiltable backbreaker for a two-count from Chen. Uh, Axiom then hits his kind of 
El Generico style DDT, like the satellite DDT. Yeah. Uh, followed by a Pele kick, goes up top, hits a high cross, and then this sort of jumping sidekick for the win. It was weird because he hit a drop kick that looked exactly that like looked his finish, but uh, yeah. I was expecting a little flashier of a finish, but all right. I. Look, I. We've seen Akid a few times, and yeah. he's been really impressive. I didn't think this was impressive. And I think if you're debuting this superhero gimmick, I need to see all the shit you can do. You know? And that's the... Like, if you had this gimmick, and as goofy as you might think it is, and then you see a guy like Vikingo do all his crazy stuff, yeah. you'd be like, fair enough, you're a superhero. Yep. Ray Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. You say Ray Phoenix is a superhero? I'm Never like, argue with you. I'm like, fair enough. And I know A-Kid is like, he's been flashy, but it's been, cool, you've done a, a kip up, a cross body, a, cro- a high cross and a drop kick. Like that's, sorry, like, no. We, we do retro NXT reviews. We're currently in Was Next in 2013, where Sami Zayn is the hot baby yeah. face in NXT. He did every Sami Zayn move in this move, in this match. And not as good. No. So, like, so, I want to support this guy. So, I, really I don't, like, I don't think the gimmick's necessarily dead in the water, but I no. don't think, I don't think this match was good. Maybe that's on Dante Chen, who's, like, No, he green. sold the moves. He looked, but, he looked like, fine. But I just didn't think this was, like, flashy. It's just so funny. What's it was he, really dull, what is actually. He, what's he going to name that, that kick, that finishing move? Like, the equation? Fucking pie? Pie. <laughs> <laughs> Seven, eight, nine. What's yeah. what's all his moves are gonna be like? I, I he's got to work with Kiana James as his manager, and she'll like she's like the lowest lane to his superhero. Like she does all the crunching numbers, and this guy he should have uh, like a finish, and then like an avalanche, like a super version, yeah, which is like to the power of two or whatever, <laughs> greater than yeah, <laughs> equations. Uh, you can have a move like the divide, the division. Subtract. Uh, I will subtract you next week. (laughs) Yeah, the divide. In his promos, he'll be like, "Next week, I'm going to subtract you from the equation." Yeah. (laughs) Next week, I'm rubbing you off the board. Shit like that. He needs to start a relationship with Kiana James. Yeah. And eventually, they're like doing like they're on a chalkboard. They're writing out equations. Right. And he's like, "And find X. It's here." And that's how he dumps her. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. That's tough. All Long term right. storytelling, but Yeah, how would you let us know, add up next podcast. How would you book the mathematical superhero? I wish I came up with that. Like that is that is something. Put that on a shirt. The yeah. math I'm a mathematical superhero. People are gonna be like, Oh, you're a mathlete, you're really good at math. What's going on? Quick maths. Just funny. I'm I can't wait to see more of this because I don't know what else you could mm. it's already jump the shark as far as like it's like, he needs to fix the mask because by the end of the match the, the morph suit mask was like over here it looked mm. like he couldn't breathe you could see it like hard to breathe so hope this kid can breathe in this mask axiom it sounds like a calculator brand leo rush would have been good is this no he before was a moth he retired. Yeah. <laughs> no before he retired then he was a moth then he, then retired, he retired again yeah okay the mothman versus the when are we reviewing mothman prophecy <laughs> You always bring that up. When are we reviewing Goodwill Hunting slash Spider Man or whatever the fuck this character is? Beautiful mind as well, yeah. This is a beautiful mind meets Spider Man, right? Yeah. This is what they're going for. Yeah. Really weird. I mean, I guess most superheroes like science. 
This was giving me like the amazing Spider-Man vibes. Okay. Like Andrew Garfield yeah. and stuff. Like you're going to tell me Axiom uses Bing. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Lash Legend says the top 20 women in the ring uh, tonight, but you're looking at the number one. And as easy as two snaps and a clap, Fire Girl, referring to Alba Fire, I'll see you in the Battle Royal and you'll realize that no one messes with Lash Legend. Okay? Okay. Uh, we see Giovanni Vinci. Uh, do you have anything to say about? Lashes? You're the one and only. You can't clone me. I like how she said "fire girl." Fire girl. Like, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Uh, we see Giovanni Vinci this outside in the in the car park. Uh, very nice car with the with the doors that open. Suicide doors. That way. Suicide <laughs> that doors. Way. Yep. I don't know. You, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, a lady comes up and says, oh, can I, can I get a, a picture, please? And he's like, absolutely. Takes her phone, takes a selfie, <laughs> hands it back. And she goes, oh, I meant, meant together. He goes, together? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> After beating Apollo Crews, everyone wants a picture. And then a Flix bus pulls in. Uh, are you aware of Flix buses? No. They're kind of like Megabus. They look like a Megabus, yeah. yeah. And Chase you. Comes out of the Flix bus. They took the bus from London to Orlando, <laughs> which took a week. So yeah, yeah it makes sense. Yeah. Um, and they're just chanting, "Chase you, chase you, chase you." Uh, Thea Hale's very impressed by Vinci's car and goes to touch it, and he's like, "No, no fingerprints." And they go off, but the bus is still there in his way, and he goes, well, "Someone move the bus out of the way." So he's mad. What, are we getting Vinci Andre Chase next week? I hope so. Over the parking? It made me laugh because he looks the part now. Like this he guy does. looks, he looked like Johnny Sins in the suit with the shades. He, he looks, looks good. great. Yeah, so he, he pulls it off. And then the, almost like a play on Tyler Breeze's old gimmick where, hey, can you take a picture? And then he'd be like, no, I'm just going to take pictures of. But he's less blue steel about it. Yeah. He's more real. He is more way. real, yeah. He's way he more... He seems like a, a dickish celebrity. Yeah, he, he comes across as an actual, like, human male model being. type yeah. human thing. Like, not so much over-the-top Zoolander. Together? Absolutely not. Yeah. I <laughs> thought his delivery was great. He's, he's really almost like one of these, like, footy players. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking of, like, these Italian, you know, yeah, rich, yeah. rich model guys, you know. Yeah. We need to see him, like, do, uh, like, what, commercials, ads for, like, cologne. Cologne, watches. Calvin Klein, yeah. underwear, stuff like that. Exactly. <laughs> like that's what he would be doing. Do it. But, so clearly we're getting him versus Chase. I would think so. Yeah. We go to the barbershop. Uh, Trick and Mello's barbershop. Yeah. Uh, Mello is saying, I'm still recovering from the Melabration. And we see shots of uh, them in the penthouse last week. That's right. Trick talks about some girls. Trick was talking some, spitting some, some <laughs> bars here. He said... He was hanging out with Mercedes and Alexis, but Alexis is the one who drives the Mercedes, and Mercedes drives an Alexis, so by the end of the night, I couldn't tell which was which. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best damn things this man has ever said. <laughs> they need to lock it in because they have business to take care of. Uh, Williams is then listing uh, kind of all the people in the North American championship picture right now. As, as they're kind of flashing up on the screen. They're talking about Solo Sokoa. He says he's sick of him. Von Wagner. And he goes, it's his world and we're just living in it. But his world is in the Mellowverse. Nice. Uh, and then the one that made me laugh is Trick goes, Giovanni Vinci. And Mello is like, 
Didn't he just get here? <laughs> he just got here. He can't he get just a title got shot. No, yeah, yeah. He's, he just, he's new. <laughs> he's not been here for a long time. Yeah. No, never. And uh, they go, you need to be obsessed with Wesley's match with Grayson Waller. And Trick says, Waller will lie and Wesley will cry. And says that he'll watch Wesley's match next week, but Wesley won't be able to watch because he'll be so busy crying. Uh and then Trick goes, actually, he won't be watching because look what I did to him last week. And then it shows that when he put the shit in his oh, face. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I thought this was good. I liked these two. These two come across as, as my favorite acts yeah. still going forward. But I'm so impressed and happy about Trick. Mm. He comes across as the best hype man for 100%. Carmelo. And he makes me laugh. And he was rocking a sick Rosa Parks t-shirt. I'd be interested how much he uh, writes of this as well. Because yeah. it sounds... It sounds like it's coming from him. I can't, <clears throat> yeah. I can't imagine a writer coming up with a lot of this stuff. Yeah, 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 that's true. Um, but yeah, I, and I love the setting of the barbershop. This works for me. Uh, Mandy Rose is asked by Mackenzie Mitchell uh, who she thinks will win the uh, Women's Battle Royal later. She goes, well, if I had to guess, it would be Tatum Paxley. <laughs> and Mackenzie follows up, well, why Tatum Paxley? And she's like, thought you said one question. I just said the first woman that came to my mind. One and done. Uh, we're going to leave, and you're going to watch us leave like those weird microphone holders do. Damn. And they, they imitate you know, the interviewers every time someone walks off when they just hover there and look kind of concerned and turn yeah. to the camera. I thought they were actually quite funny. Yeah. Making fun of interviewers? Just be like Tatum Paxley, I don't know. <laughs> but then they're interrupted. They're interrupted by... Ivy Nile with a diamond on her head. She did. Yeah, she painted a diamond on Diamonds her head. Diamonds are forever. Um, who says she's going to win tonight? Keanu James inter- interrupts and says, with strategy and brains, uh, they'll win out. She'll win. And then Alba Fire interrupts and says, her reign will come to an end when I bon your toxic empire to the ground. It took me a second to understand what she said, and then I went, oh, burn, burn, because she's fire, yeah. right, okay. But she said bon. Bon. Bon, bon, bon. Cinnabon. And then, <laughs> Alba Fire, they're all backstage here. She sees her music play, and she smiles, and like, the leaves. screen went kind of fiery a little bit, and she leaves. This girl loves fire. <laughs> I'm a fire starter. She's like, oh, that's my music. She's a fire starter. She should use that song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was supposed to be that funny, but I, I did like the the mocking of how the interviewers because it is such a thing they do in WWE where they're just left there. It would have been funny if like Gigi did the Tom Phillips splits, the split legs. <laughs> we go to uh, a scan me one of the QR codes. You what? Where if you scan this in, you'll see uh, just some boots walking uh, towards NXT. I guess like some. Like yeah, black kick pads. It, it cut to someone walking and black kick pads, and we were like, assuming it was someone, assuming it was a one Zoe Stark. Mm. St- Stark, Stark, not Starks. Stark, Stark, Zoe Stark. Stark, Ricky Starks, Zoe Stark, Tony Stark. Got it. Yeah, got it. I think so. Right. Um, Cameron Grimes is crying again, uh, and some interviewer. I think I, it's J- Jeremy Borash. It sounded oh, like his it? voice. It, it sounded okay. like his voice. He's like, so Cameron, tough night tonight. He goes, not now. I lose the North American Championship. I say not now. I lost the NXT Championship opportunity. I say not now. 
I lose to J.D. McDonough. What part of not now don't you understand? He's yelling. And he's, he's completely losing his shit here. And Joe Gacy is there and says, I understand and know what you're going through. And Grimes kind of considers him and says, I mm. said not now. Damn. So maybe he will join. I said good day. <laughs> Grimes is going to join the schism. The schism. Shave his beard. No. Yeah. No. Once you're in the schism. <laughs> yeah. What's going to happen with his hat? His Guess hat's it, long gone. Maybe he puts it back on. Maybe that's what he needs to find in the shade of the tree of the schism. <laughs> I've been playing uh, some Ocarina of Time on my Switch lately, and it sounds like that's one of the things in the game. Like, under the schism tree, you will find your... <laughs> that's every time playing you Ocarina say... Ocarina of Time? Yeah, it's lit. On the, you, anywhere... well, like the 64? Yeah. Is it updated at all? Like, uh, maybe. I don't know. It's awesome. But no, it's same graphics and stuff. Yeah, same yeah, graphics, okay. but you can play it like... Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Under the schism tree. Under the schism. I'm trying to remember what the actual name of the tree in that game is now, but I just keep thinking it's the schism tree. Now. Is that the title of the show? Under the shade of the schism tree? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be. Come on. <laughs> you made it this far wondering why the name was Under the Shade of the Schism Because at the moment tree. I've got Zoe Stark Returns, nice. and that's, that doesn't have as good a ring as Under the Shade of the Schism Tree. Under the Shade of the Schism Tree. Yeah. It looks like a song that the new J.D. Drake would sing, isn't it? Round of Fire. The new J.D. Drake? Does he sing? Not J.D. Drake, sorry. <laughs> James Drake. Fuck. <laughs> James Drake, J.D. McDonough? James Drake, J.D. McDonough. Every time I hear them say J.D. McDonough, I say it like the Beatles song Lady Madonna, but it's J.D. McDonough. <laughs> I don't know if that's just me, but... We're going long tonight, aren't we? Yeah, we we are. (laughs) Under the shade of the schism tree. Under the shade of the schism tree. I guess Grimes is joining... Yeah, or at least feuding with Gacy over whether he'll join or not. Good stuff. Um, We see Tony D'Angelo and the family interviewed. Uh, They're saying that Electra looks ready to win. Uh, D'Angelo's wearing his finest Sergio Tacchini tracksuit. And he says, you know why uh, the... Not what they call Diamond Mine. Yeah. Own a dojo. It's because they can't fight on the street. They think they have the strongest group, but they don't even get along together. Well, we accept your offer. So bring your towels and singlets. Next week, Diamond Mine is finished. I like how he called Diamond Mine Fugazi Tough Guys. Fugazi Tough Fugazi. Guys. Fugazi. Yeah. We go to the main event, the 20 Woman Battle Royal. Um, and it's revealed that the QR cryptic codes are for Zoe Stark, who makes her big return. All the women at the start of the match surround Cora Jade. She's the brand new heel in NXT. And she just bails and goes to the outside. So Ivy Nile chases after her. Uh, Amari Miller gets kicked with a leaping super kick, eliminating her from the match by, I think it was Ivy Nile here. Uh, Ariana Grace is posing on the apron and just gets booted off. Guys, don't don't pose by the ropes. Don't yeah. pose on the apron. Come Should on, posing. think about it. Uh, Alba Fire goes for a leaping runner on Legend, but gets caught. And then uh, Legend is just swinging Alba into Valentina, and then goes to like power bomb her over the top, but both topple over. So Alba Fire and Legend are uh, eliminated, and Alba Fire 
super kicks her on the outside and they're brawling. So this feud continues. Yes. Uh, Wendy Chu falls out the ring but lands on a pillow, which saves her. Yeah, with Vic Joseph with the line of the night saying, Whoa, she's like Kofi Kingston. She's comfy Kingston. Uh, Very good. I just think everyone should just bring a pillow to a rumble then. If we're going this far, like, oh, a pillow doesn't count. Like, well, actually, I was wearing shoes, so my feet didn't touch the floor. My feet didn't touch the floor. I thought it was a pretty funny spot. Yeah. It it made me chuck. Chuckle. Uh, Valentina applies like this this armbar kind of triangle hold to Zoe Stark and Zoe's trying to get rid of her by going over the ropes um, and then eventually dumps her onto Ulyssa who's already eliminated. Uh, Ulyssa's trying to hold on to her friend to save her but Stark super kicks her in the face so eliminates uh, Valentina. Uh, Kiana James then eliminates uh, Fallon Henley who is still kind of injured from earlier. Uh, It's all because of an injury. And then Tiffany Stratton smacks Wendy Chu in the head with her... Thermos. Flask of thermos, eliminating her. I think Wendy Chu deserved this, to be honest. Like, why are you bringing all this shit to a match? (laughs) Yeah, I thought this was also funny. Like, the pillow thing was funny and cute, but then Tiffany... These thermos are hard. (laughs) This is a metal one. I think of, like, the one I use at work. She nailed her with it. I love this. Tiffany Stratton is one of the most creative wrestlers in this, in his, like company yeah the nail stuff now this yeah good stuff uh during the break Caden carter and katana chance are on a bit of a roll eliminating a lot of people uh ivy nile gets eliminated and then ivy pulls katana off the apron and then Caden gets dumped off and then Caden and katana start to beat up on ivy nile tatum paxley who is still in the ring and has been trying trying to kind of joined Diamond Mine and has been training with Ivy Nile, sees this and dives over the top rope to take out Caden and Katana, thus eliminating herself. Um, Tatum, you could have slid under the bottom rope and just beaten him up. Tatum, did you not hear the women's champion said she thinks you're going to win? Yeah. Why would you just eliminate yourself? Yeah, this was a bit dumb. I get what they were trying to do, but I think she could have just gone under the ring and... uh, you're gonna, the apron. you're gonna know. have Ivy Nile next week being like, "That was stupid. You shouldn't have done that." Yeah. In Diamond Mine, we don't do that. Trust me, Roddy hates this shit. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't help each other. Finish the match and then you help. Yeah, like cool spot and makes sense that she's trying to help mm. and 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 stuff like that. But kind of silly considering she was the one that was name dropped for Mandy. You could have name dropped someone else. I, if this I will was say spot. that there is there are quite a few as ridiculous as a lot of this show is. A lot of people have their stuff to do. Like this Tatum Ivy thing has, it's not a big story, but it has been going on. Even as much as like the relationship of Valentina and Ulyssa with Sanger. Like everyone has like something that has given them like time and yeah. character to yeah. do. Yeah. More so than just these nobodies. Yeah. Um, Tiffany pulls the ropes down to eliminate Indy. And that's the final four. Kiana James, Nikita Lyons, Zoe Stark, and Tiffany Stratton. Uh, there's a big German suplex from Lyons to Stark. A huge spinning heel kick from Lyons to Stratton. Uh, Kiana does her backflip, but gets hit by Lyons' kind of finishing spin kick. This is pretty cool, yeah. Which looked good. Um, and then Stratton... Uh, sorry, then... Uh, Nikita throws Kiana out. Nikita throws Kiana out. 
Um, Stratton eliminates uh, Nikita. Yeah, kind of an upset commentary we're selling. Like, she was the big one to maybe win this thing. And then Stratton is kind of posing, like, taunting lines for eliminating her. Turns around and Starks goes to, like, clothesline her out the ring. Stratton tries to skin the cat to get back in, but can't get all the way up. So just climbs back in the ring and is immediately thrown out again. And she's meant to, like... I think the idea was she was just going to show off all her, like, gymnastics yeah. here. But both feet just hit the floor. Yeah, both feet touched the floor. Both uh, feet touched the the ref's floor, there yeah. and is, like, waving, no, only one, only one. It was clear as day here. <laughs> like, both feet touched the floor. So she goes back in the ring. They continue to wrestle. They're now fighting on the apron. Um, and there's, like, some... Zoe Stark almost falls off yeah. at that point. They're back in the ring. Tiffany does her, like, backflip. Like multiple backflip elbow in the corner, but gets caught by Zoe, who dumps her out. And you... there was a half and half suplex that was. Oh sweet. yeah, from yeah. Stark. Yeah, yeah. Um, you think that uh, Zoe Stark's won this, but Cora Jade, who's been out for the whole match, runs back in, charges at Zoe, but Zoe sidesteps her and throws her out the ring. And Zoe Stark is your number one contender. Yeah, she returns, she gets the big win. It makes sense. Yeah. And also, Cora Jade has a story She's right got now. a story. She already has the program, so it makes it makes sense. Uh, Zoe Stark, we haven't seen her in a while. The last time we we can remember her was when she was friends, but also not things friends. black and gold, weren't they? Black and gold, that's right. Yeah, things are a lot different now that she's here. Um, maybe Zoe showing up means we'll see Io showing up in the near future. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just being hopeful, but... Uh, I'm happy to see her. She's someone that was showing a lot of stuff. I think maybe the only thing she was missing back then was more personality and character, but she's back in NXT after this injury, so maybe that will finally get to... I feel she was feuding with Toxic Attraction as well, wasn't she? I guess. Ages ago, I'm, I think. Yeah. I'm trying to... I think she was. Um, yeah, the, the ending was unfortunate here because uh, we, we're both big fans of Tiffany Stratton here, yeah. but these... Like, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't have just made that the finish. You know? Sure. Like, Zoe Stark was going to win anyway. Maybe Cora Jade wasn't ready for a run-in or Fair, whatever. Yeah. Or, or And they know they've... Like, it's got an overrun. Like, just end it. All these NXTs got overrun. Yeah. What's going on with this? But it was, it was a shame. Like, the end was, a bit, was pretty messy, I thought. I thought so, too. But you know what? Uh, to give credit, I, I had fun watching this. Like, it, had, it was a, basically a mini Royal Rumble. Had its Rumble. moments, yeah. Yeah, it had little Rumble spots, and, and the little feuds can, can break off. And kind it of did solidified the, the heel turn with Caden and Katana now. Sure, yeah. Yeah, it did do that. And then now we know Zoe going up against Mandy. Yeah. I don't know if she's the one to dethrone Mandy there, but... It, I'm sure it's it's a program, maybe mm. something like that. But yeah, I, I didn't I didn't necessarily hate it, but the the me- messy thing at the end was a little weird. But the ha- I'll give her the respect that half and half suplex. Both that was beautiful. Tiff yeah. was the one who took it, so like it looked great. Face, yeah, it looked I great. Why she couldn't skin the cat? Like <laughs> the wrestling was was impressive there. I would like to see a one on one match between the two of them. But but yeah, uh, it was all right. So going forward, we have little break offs of some feuds going on. Yeah. But I would say, like, I do miss the old NXT women's division. Obviously, we had a lot of now huge stars from different crop down earlier in NXT. But here you can kind of still see some some things. I know maybe some people will groan and be like, oh, I miss the old NXT and that stuff. But if you see, if you look through this this 20 women in this match, there are 
certain like, stars, certain wrestlers that stand out. As developmental as well, like you look like, yeah, 20 women here filling yeah. this battle royal and like you've got Nikita Lyons, Ivy Nile, uh, like uh, Tiffany Stratton, yeah, Caitlin th- Casey, those Corey are James. future stars. Like, you've I got think. a lot who are like bit like I think could be fantastic. Yeah, um, I didn't. I felt a lot happened on this week's show, but that's every week. Yeah, but I thought like a bit more development than usual. I thought you you developed uh, the best match was the opening match. I thought, but you've developed more with that Cameron Grimes story. The Diamond Mine stuff is still continuing to interest me. Uh, Cora Jade, Roxanne Perez, they're developing. Um, I, I didn't mind this week's show. Um, yeah, I, I had I had a lot of things on this show that made me just go classic 2.0. But uh, it had some good wrestling. Grimes and McDonough opening the show was all right. We had Kemp and Roddy. It was more of a sampler of what we could see from from these guys. But uh, the 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 <laughs> I'll say the highlight is laughing at. The the di what are they called the schism schism the schism stuff with those guys and Axiom was was a highlight just because I I cannot believe that is actually something they're going with but I I almost want to see it do so well but it definitely needs some changes but uh, overall a mixed bag of a show of NXT mm. tonight there wasn't anything I'd say hey go check this out because nothing really blew me away so I'd honestly say you got to see the Axiom thing just to understand what we're mm. talking about and you got to see what. GYV look like without beards. Yes, yes. To understand fully. Under the schism tree. That's right. Uh, well, that was what we thought of NXT this week. We do put up feedback. Join our Facebook group if you have it. Up next group, we let you in. We post memes and share all sorts of fun stuff, including where we post up a feedback thread and we read your feedback like I will do right now with Corey, who writes in, while it's nice to see Zoe Stark back, it just made me realize that Io Shirai should have returned instead because at least she has personality and she carried the team with Stark entirely. Oh, that's that's mean to Zoe. She just got back. You have to give her a chance. Yeah, Corey. She didn't even get to show her personality. She's busy winning matches. But I understand what you mean. I miss EO too. We go to Sean who says, much, much better show this week than last week. Fantastic opening match from Grimes and JD. Mixed feelings on Grimes heading towards a feud with Gacy. It makes sense story-wise, but I hate this whole schism gimmick the less said about jagger reed and rip fowler the better jd then had a good promo segment with bron later in the show and the contrast between the two was great bron is intense and emotional jd is cold and methodical very excited for this feud damon kemp has really improved and had a good showing against roddy the nxt uk tag match was just okay but i did like the finish axiom had a decent debut still not sure about this gimmick but the mask looked better than last week and a kid is so good in the ring he could pull it off as for the main event, I'm not the biggest fan of Battle Royals, but this one was pretty good and did what a, battle, a good Battle Royal should. Set up storylines going forward. Looks like we may get a Tiffany, Nikita, and Pax, and Ivy versus Team Ninja. Uh, I guess, what, Kaden and Katana? Yeah. I like that heel Cora did the heel hide and seek spot, but I liked it even more that it didn't work. I was really glad to see Zoe come back and get the win as for Cora considering the explanation she gave for turning on Roxy which we all heard last week as she screamed it at Roxanne I thought her promo went a bit too long but overall I liked our first glimpse at heel Cora anyway the show took a step back on the right track after a step back last week hope it continues all right and then Magan writes in that he says I saw Zoe Stark's return coming with the Wordle style vignette enough said 
Ten points for Magan. I think we all could have... He's got that Apollo Cruise. He closed his eyes and he saw Zoe Stark return. Better watch out. You get a match with Zion Quinn next week. He does, yeah. Yeah. And then Sean writes in, possible title for this episode, and he quotes, Shoes off if you hate Rip Fowler. (laughs) That's right. Beards off if you hate Rip Fowler. Beards off. Gibson, really, isn't it? Beards off for Fowler. Yeah. Because Zach Gibson's thing was yes, he takes yes. the shoes off. Yes. Uh, good stuff. Hey, thanks for writing in, guys. We appreciate your feedback. And appreciate you listening to us talk about some NXT 2.0. We will be back tomorrow night on this free feed and on YouTube and Twitch right after Dynamite. Talking all about some, some what? Some Dynamite AEW shark cage match. There's, there's, a loaded, there's a loaded show this week, actually. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of interested in seeing some of the stuff they got going out. On Dynamite. So we'll be talking all about that on BD Elite. And then if you do want to hear more from us, well, you always can. Patreon.com slash up next. Again, five bucks for North American tier. You get hundreds of podcasts. We just did a review with John Ceno talking all about the Korean cult classic, Old Boy, which was super messed up. What a great movie and crazy. One of our best reviews yet. And we haven't been canceled yet, so that's good. Uh, we also have our review of Sharknado coming out this weekend, kicking off Shark Week. And as well as a retro SummerSlam 2002 review, chatting all about that. All these podcasts you get access to, everything in that back catalog. It's only five bucks. It helps us out so much. And we would love for you to check out all the content that we create. We really would. Yeah, we really do. At Up Next Podcast on Twitter, if you haven't followed us already. And... I, myself, Brayden Harrington, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TheBrayD. And I am at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And listen to me under the shade of the schism tree. Ahoy! Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 